Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Wednesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500. Here is my uh, good friend and uh, Paulie Swank, extravaganza, Mr. D. Dowd Muska. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Eddie. I'm uh, here, as uh, we all look forward to yesterday, for today's show, three hours of nothing but talk about evolution. Yes. <laughs> We're going to be debating the fossil record. Uh, I like how you got really hooked up on stuff. I've noticed, uh, by the way, I'm really blasting. Oh, wow. How did that get? How did that come in? What's going on? What's going on? That's the guy that runs the board, answers the phone calls. That's me, everybody. That's me. I do that. Then we do a show. Then we read. Then we do research. Also own the radio station. Uh, I fix the radio station. I do all these things just for you because I love you guys so much. I love our listeners. I love our veterans. And I'm going to start right there because I think it's time that we sort of take a step back. Everything's moving again, okay? It really is. Even though everyone's locked down, COVID-19, you guys are dealing with the holy hell of all hells. You literally have death panels, everybody. I'm writing about it right now. didn't get to, to finish my article on the death panels uh, that are now imminent. And uh, uh, another man, very small in stature, uh, and this is the type of stuff that, that, that you can find directly at rockoftalk.chat. Now, let me just share this with you because I want you to listen closely, okay? This is not like this is kind of happening or you think it might happen. or No, this is actually happening here. We've got death panels. The death panels, that every, it, it's the first of its kind. They are going to let you die, and they're going to laugh about it. Michelle Lujan Grisham put out her tweet. She says, New Mexico hospitals are preparing for the possibility of crisis standards of care due to the number of COVID-19 patients requiring hospitalization. Now, all she has done is scold you. All she has done is basically lock you down in your house. She has prevented you from earning a living. Your constitutional rights, and really, I would say God-given rights at this time, have been taken from you. We had an unbelievable discussion yesterday just about all ways of fighting back. We'll have our little uh, conservative calendar that will be uh, dished out every single day. Uh, Natalie will be kicking that out. Our ladies at the, uh, you used to say the Liberty Hub. We actually have our Liberty Lady. I'd ra- rather than a Liberty Hub, I don't know, that just sounds nerdy and lame. And, it is no more anyway. But yeah. <laughs> like, I don't Mercy care. killed. I don't, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Put that thing out of its mercy. Don't get me started. Anyway, <laughs> let, let me. The Liberty Ladies are going to be putting together your conservative calendar, and then they're here to talk about it from one to four every Saturday. Folks, they are they are absolutely killing it, doing a great job. Love having them, and I love hearing some ladies on, on the air. That right? is that, so exciting because we we when we were brainstorming the new site, that was one thing that came up. A, a, a list of events to keep yeah. people informed, and now we're going to have it. That's so fantastic. Yeah, so it's it's good. So they're so they're they're hot on that, responding to you immediately, so that you wait, you can organize and defeat this tyrant on the fourth floor up in Santa Fe. She's 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 working on destroying my business. She she really is. She's doing everything she possibly can. I, I couldn't help out my businesses any more than I already have. Literally, I've done everything I can. Dowd knows it. All my all my advertisers know it. Yep. I feel bad for each and every last one of every small business out there. So, but but here's what she says on the tail of that. She says, "This is scary news. 
but you can help prevent it. Stay home, wear your mask, don't gather with others. So what we refer to this as is passive-aggressive. Let's do a little little psychoanalysis here. Let's Freud her, right? Let, let's, 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 let's get her talking on the couch. She's angry. She's upset. She put 2.1 million lives in peril by her lockdowns, which increased the number of infections, which increased your ability to get an infection because eventually you have to go out. And with limited options on the table, businesses being shut down, Right, you only had one or two or three places you could go to. Well, you, everyone has to go to the one market, two markets, whether it be a Walmart or the grocery store. You only can walk through the grocery store. And store. They're not doing that in Arizona, or Utah, or or Colorado. N- none of this. They've had their spy. Oh, we're doing better. See, we're we're better than all. Remember when she was bragging about how much better we were doing than Texas and Arizona? We are the worst in the country. Yep. Well, just let it take us. You're the one who, she's a victim of her own crime. The crime, testing. Number one way to rebel, don't do it. Don't get a test. Don't stick your finger up your nose. Because no, my kids can sing the song. Daddy, don't pick your nose. Okay, oh, whoa, whoa, don't. Then they start singing. Daddy is picking his nose. Then they get to go ahead, then they get to go ahead and sing that song. Don't stick your finger up your nose. Cause you're, we don't stick anything up our nose. Okay. We're all going to get sick. If we feel bad, we stay at home. If you don't feel good, what does your employer say? If you don't feel good, don't go in. But instead, we've loaded up our employers with just about every conceivable possibility of negativity coming their way. Increase minimum wage, paid sick leave, we're going to shut down your business, 25 10%, 50% occupancy. Well, you have to go ahead and get certified, recertified, double certified. If you're not certified, I mean, seriously. Who could keep up with any of this crap at this point? I feel bad for each and every one of you out there. This is why I do this job, and I love doing it. More on that a little bit later. Now, back to the, uh, can you look up how tall Robert Reich is? Oh, he's a shorty. Uh, <laughs> short people. I almost feel like you know, we got to get into that short people little song, right? Randy, Randy. Uh, he's so good. Randy Newman. Four foot, ten and a half inches, baby. He's a he's slightly taller than Michelle Lujan Grisham. From what I understand, Michelle Lujan Grisham's four foot eight, four foot eight and a half. Okay, these are mean little people. These are mean, mean little people, right? Let me show you how mean they are, because this this will blow your mind, folks. This will absolutely blow your mind. This was two thousand seven. This was Berkeley. You know what I think of. Uh, I can't help but think of that that one scene. You've seen the new Joker movie, right? Uh, no, I have not seen it yet. Oh, okay. Well, then I can't tell you. Everybody who's seen the new Joker movie knows that, as I said that, they're like, yeah, I see. I know exactly what Eddie's referring to. Here's Robert Reich being honest, as he always is. That's what everybody liked about Robert Reich, is that he is never pulling punches, right? Remember this? This is from 2007. Listen closely. This will scare the you-know-what out of you. This was right before Barack Obama took the presidency. Some scary stuff. September 26, 2007. Cal Berkeley. I give you a speech made up entirely, almost at the spur of the moment, of what a candidate for president... So, so stop there. Okay? Barack Obama has not been elected. This isn't coming from anywhere, by the way, folks. I don't want you to think for a second. I just want you to think of only death panels. And this is prior to Barack Obama becoming president. I think he slightly before he declared for, for running for president. Okay? So, so think closely. We want single-payer universal health care. 
This is your labor secretary talking, okay? Under Clinton, listen closely. Would say if that candidate did not care about becoming president. In other words, this is what the truth is, and a candidate will never say, but what candidates should say if we were in a kind of democracy where citizens were honored in terms of their practice of citizenship, and they were educated in terms of what the issues were, and they could separate myth from reality. Okay, so he's just elevated to the highest possible level. This is what people would really say. This is citizenship. This is uh, what the, the truth's really coming out. Here's what a candidate would really tell you. Uh, from in terms of what candidates would tell them. Thank you so much for coming this afternoon. I'm so glad to see you, and uh, I would like to be president. Let me tell you a few things on health care. Uh, look, we, are, we have the... Notice this right away, the most important thing to all of us. Uh, famous Adash, without your health, you're nothing. Right? Thank God we still have our health. Oh, at least we have our health, right? They're literally taking the one thing. What do we, what, what's most important to conservatives when it comes, as uh, Dowd pointed out yesterday? What the sacredness, mm. sacredity. Thank you. The only healthcare system in the world that is designed to avoid sick people. And that's true. And what I'm going to do is I am going to try to reorganize it to be uh, more amenable to treating sick people. But that means you, particularly you young people, uh, particularly you young, healthy people, you're going to have to pay more. All right. So everybody's like, yep, yep, that's true. That's right. That's what they really would be telling us. Right, Cal Berkeley, right? Home of the leftists. You can you can see the extreme hubris, the mm. commitment to the truth. Like you can condescension. Yeah, you could feel it all. They know more than you, right, Cal Berkeley? Mm. I think where you needed a fifteen sixty to even be considered to walk through the front door. Mm. Like that's what what it took to get into Berkeley. Thank you. Uh, and by the way, uh, we are going to have to. If you're very old. We're not going to give you all that technology and all those drugs for the last couple of years of your life to keep you maybe going for another couple of months. It's too expensive, so we're going to let you die. That's real, folks. That's a group of people laughing, celebrating, that, well, when people get a little bit too old, they should just die. Isn't that what we're doing? Past 75, isn't that what uh, the new Dr. Kevorkian is saying, right? <laughs> From MIT, isn't that what he's saying? Let, let's hear it again, Robert, right? We're not going to give you all that technology and all those drugs for the last couple of years of your life to keep you maybe going for another couple of months. It's too expensive, so we're going to let you die. Uh, also, uh, I'm going to use the bargaining leverage of the federal government... Uh, in terms of Medicare, Medicaid, we already have a lot of bar bargain leverage uh, to force drug companies and insurance companies and medical suppliers to reduce their costs. But that means less innovation, and that means less new products and less new drugs on the market, which means you are probably not going to live that much longer than your parents. Thank you. How do you feel now? How do you feel now that... The first of its kind. We were the first to adopt the Leftist Energy Transition Act. We were the first of its kind to adopt death panels. New Mexico is last in everything and first in everything that is experimental. We're going straight to the moon. We can go on Virgin Galactic. It's going to 
bounce out into the atmosphere. We're sending people out into space. It's the first place we drop the atomic bomb. It's the first place we, I don't know, a train to nowhere. And they started building it in California. A state of first creating nothing but last. And there's a reason for that. Don't get caught up in the rankings or why or what. The experimentation is being done on you, New Mexico. Michelle Lujan Grisham is your Dr. Kevorkian. She gets to decide now. At least Dr. Kevorkian's patients through euthanasia had a choice in terms of what they want to do. Now you don't have a choice. And it's all your fault. 100%. This is truly historic. It requires your attention. Because that is, that is written and retweeted by Michelle Lujan Grisham. Your former Secretary of Health, who ironically didn't finish her term as the Secretary of Health. Your first Secretary, Cabinet Secretary of Aging. Uh, what, what is it? Something in aging? I don't even know what Aging long-term yeah, care be, or something. Uh, yeah, became a uh, Cabinet position because Bill Richardson made it so back in 2004. The Albuquerque Journal stated, and I quote, this is the who, what, where, when, why, and how, all in one sentence. Santa Fe, physicians outline objective standards for rationing care in New Mexico. A patient's chance of survival, not age, not occupation, or your ability to pay, will guide the rationing of medical treatment in New Mexico. Doesn't matter how much money you have, better move to Arizona and go move right next to that Mayo Clinic. If you're over 70 and you have means, I highly recommend you do. Because if you're going to go ahead and wait in line and be rationed and given an excuse because somebody who's not even a citizen deserves more health care than you do and you have the ability to pay and you've been paying your premiums and you've been paying for other people, because remember, let's go back and think about the younger people are going to pay or the people that can pay are going to pay more because if we're really being truthful with our citizens, that's what we're doing. This is really scary stuff. And I think we need to place the crown right directly on the head of every New Mexican because we have earned it. We are America's unofficial Petri dish. We have won it, folks. We have been crowned. Everything experimental, from the Arnold tool to the district attorney's races, anything that the Democrats want to do, they ram through here. Any achievement done through experimental socialist communist uh, uh, uh uh, pushes is coming right through here. Do you guys remember? I know I'm sure if you remember this, Dow, but do you remember that we created a city in southern New Mexico yes. that could potentially have one million people in it? Nobody lives there, of course. Right. But they built a city yeah. because they wanted to see what that would be look like. I let me let me do something. I know some, and, and <laughs> I could just see them sitting there talking. Well, you know what? We've always wanted to try that. Why don't we just stick it in New Mexico? How about the waste isolation pilot plant? Yep. Do you remember that when we were trucking nuclear waste from Los Alamos all the way to Hobbs? Oh, that's okay. Remember the big fight back in the early 80s? I remember. I grew up with that. I remember, you know, the day before, the day of, the day after. I remember practicing for fallout shelter, as many of you younger people did. We still did at my Catholic school. I actually remember the fallout shelter uh, thing. I was seven years old. We were looking at that. The Cold War, Ronald Reagan came in, peace through strength, not through surrender like we're doing now with China. And all the while, 
as we're finding with Eric Swalwell, as we're finding with many of these people who have worked, and particularly today, one of our very best friends here in the state of New Mexico, and who sat on the board of the most powerful commercial real estate firm here in the state of New Mexico, one Hunter Biden sat there with Bill Richardson on a company called BGK, is now being investigated by the attorneys general, and hopefully some assistant attorneys down here, because he got a lot of money from New Mexico that came right through his BGK book of business that was started here. That's how all that stuff, they're finally looking into that. Well, guess what, folks? I've got a lot of those financial statements. And boy, do they look very, very, very skeptical. Pretty easy to come by when you have the right resources, the right people. The screws are starting to turn into a different direction, folks. But is it enough? I'm worried. Our leadership in the Republican Party, our leadership in the Democrat Party, our leadership for the last 90 years, I don't know if they're all part of one giant unit party here in the state of New Mexico at this point. I don't know why we had to investigate Virgin Galactic, which is square right in the middle of CD2. And our congressperson, who should have been looking at it, well, guess what? He's a pilot who flew around the world. How is it that we don't know what was going on down there? I've got all the information, folks. All of it. 110% of it. How is it that Hector Balderas and Brian Colon decided to go get certified and do start doing audits uh, on what was happening in Virgin Galactic? Maybe they heard something. Maybe they saw something. Maybe they thought other people had some information they needed to start looking into what was happening down south. We're now today looking for a brand new executive director. Why is Alicia Keys, formerly of the movie industry, head of economic development, suddenly leading the charge down for Virgin Galactic? These are all questions we need to be asking. These are all questions you should have answers to. These are questions your media, whether it be radio, television, newspapers, will not ask. They won't ask because if they do, they understand that America's unofficial Petri dish, you will get punished. And who wants to be put in a line anyway for a death panel? Eddie, I want to tell you something. I have some information, Eddie. Eddie, you're the only person who I can come to with this, but I don't want my name on it. Do you know how many times I hear that a day, a week, a month, a year? If I had a dollar for every, I'd be able to go ahead and pay all my bills for one month in this radio station. That's how often I hear it. People slipping me this information and slipping me that information. If you don't stand behind it, I can't stand behind it because it's hearsay. That doesn't help. These are public officials who need to be held accountable, and no one will ever hold these people accountable. Because they're all in what they say cahoots together. They're all working together. And that's very scary for the citizens of this great state. We're going to talk more about this. We'll check on weather and traffic uh, here in a moment. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Uh, sorry for dropping so much there on you, D-Dowd, but he was, he's probably about four or five different directions. Like, well, he's, so I'm throwing a bunch of balls to him today. So we're, uh, we don't play fetch in here. We play catch. You have an ability to unite these disparate threads, don't you? <laughs> well, there's a, there's a lot of links, yeah. and they all link to yeah. the same yeah. halls of power who have been holding this uh, yeah. state hostage. And their from conspiracy late of silence. Yeah. No conspiracies here. Just the third largest sovereign wealth fund in the entire country right here. And you think we're poor in New Mexico? We aren't. Trust me, we've got more money than you even understand.
426, back and four, AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM. Go on the app, rockoftalk.com. That's rockoftalk.com. Check out our videos there, rockoftalk.chat. That's rockoftalk.chat. Elevate Trampoline Park, ready to elevate your kids with Elevate Jump Pack. Packed with an Elevate t-shirt, socks, cafe cash cards, two-hour jump passes, all packs highly discounted. Order online at elevateyourkids.com. Pick any of our four jump packs at elevateyourkids.com. Call ahead and order $5 pizza for curbside pickup for instant family fun. Elevate jump packs and $5 pizzas daily online at elevateyourkids.com. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403. Begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique New World offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. Raw Greens on San Mateo, north of Manal. Come into Raw Greens, all-natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens topical creams, tinctures, and pet products. Raw Greens, online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. Life Spring at Salon Helena, Albuquerque's home for King & Water. 
Life springs from the water you drink. Alkaline water is healthy water. Change the water you drink. Change your life. Go to water.theplaceilike.com. All right, lots to unpack, so let's put things together starting with the weather. Great day today. Tomorrow, some rain, snow mix. That's in the afternoon. I can tell you right now, it is 57 degrees in Bernalillo. It is 56 in uh, Los Lunas and 57 at the Rock of Talk. If you're heading towards Las Lunas or Isleta, I-25 southbound past Gibson, accident to the right shoulder, but up ahead, just beyond Rio Bravo, they're going to have you pumping the brakes all the way to Broadway, where the freeway is closed because of a fatal accident. Here's what you do, I-25 southbound, exit Rio Bravo, first light, make a left, that is Broadway, and that will save you a whole bunch of time. North Valley suffering, Alameda, that the daytime construction work took a little longer to pick up, and that makes it very slow, both sides of Alameda, from Loretta to Rio Grande Boulevard and coming out of Rio Rancho. Looks like uh, Coors Bypass right at the uh, split with Coors Road. Everything's slow southbound to Paseo because of just slow traffic. Well, with that, uh, I can tell you, a live spring at Salon Helena is the place you want to be this week. They are having their Customer Appreciation Week. You get half-price haircuts, signature facials, and this is the big thing. 20% added to any gift card that's loaded with $100 or more. Not a bad idea. Salon Helena on Wyoming, I'm sorry, on Manal, just west of Wyoming. We're up to date. Now let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 432 here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. We've got a caller there. Uh, we'll check on him shortly, then we'll get into the Texas stuff. I'll read your text. Uh, there's some timely text at 5 o'clock. I'm going to talk about the radio business, if you'll indulge me in that. Uh, there is a Jim Villanucci who's back on the air. And he's over at KKOB. Remember, that was the number one guy. Literally, they have thrown everything they possibly can to try. And, and it was part of my pitch to the Republican Party. I'm like, oh, yeah, you got, you brought a recognizable voice like T.J. Trout to kind of come out. And, and by the way, the KKOB uh, ratings during the most important political time were abysmal. Oh. Abysmal. This is after investing in a high-powered. They had to move yep. from their translator that they overspent on and then moved on over to the, their big, their even bigger FM stick. And then they only want to do it. Plus all this stuff. Anyway, we'll get all into to that. Is you the guys trout know? out? Is is that? Is... Uh, supposedly he's out fishing or something. I don't know, <laughs> but we're gonna build a villa new sheep around the neighborhood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, you can tell how afraid I am of a uh, villa new I told villa new when he came into town. I said, "Well, you can come in. I'll put you up against Rush on KKOB. I mean, if you really." You know, want attention. If that was your slot over in Portland, <laughs> uh, you can see how well Portland turned out. And I'll talk about that specifically about him being in Portland. And uh, you see what's happening there. And you can see our top 10 videos, which we now have the ability to put those out every day. We didn't have the ability. To, we did, but we didn't have the, um, what do you call it? The blessing, the copyright. Uh, oh, my God. That's such a headache. Such a headache. So I got to tell you that. We got a couple of callers. Caller, uh, very quickly, go ahead. Yeah, Eddie, I had a question for the governor and Dr. Scrape. Okay. Well, let me, hey, is, she'll, she'll take my call, so okay. <laughs> we'll pass it right along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also for something to think about. If you remember in the spring, the U.S. military set up temporary uh, facilities in the Javits Center yes. in New York City, and I think in L.A. and maybe a couple other places. So my question to the governor and Dr. Scrace would be, if we're in such dire straits, have you asked the federal government to do something similar? We have 
the abandoned Loveless facility on Gibson. We have the Pan Am Center whoa, down whoa, the Las Whoa, 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 okay, stop. <laughs> this is why I need you to I need to get you to read our www.rockoftalk.chat site. Now, I'm a speed reader. Okay. okay, I need you to join the website because that, that statement that just came literally out of your mouth is false now as of this morning. That Gibson Center okay. is no longer available. Tim Keller... Uh, he loves homeless people, and he want, he bought, uh, with your tax dollars here in the city of Albuquerque, he is buying the Gibson Center. So that's no longer available uh, and no longer at your disposal, just so you know. Okay, well, we have the convention center. Oh, okay. but, there you go. But that's the just... point is, we, ha- we have places where we could set up temporary military man, medical centers. We can get ventilators from around the country. There's a surplus. And... You know, we could get assistance to get through this without having to resort to a death panel. Okay, let's let let's 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 take a few steps back. I appreciate your recommendations, and I hear where you're coming from. And based upon where we currently are at, and you're trying to solve a problem, sure, I would say sure. Okay, but there's a lot of things that could prevented that from happening. And if we would have stayed open, now the conventional wisdom is showing. Because remember, all these other states that didn't stay down don't have these problems. Okay, that, right. that that we are having. The second thing that we didn't need to do, okay, remember you create that herd immunity. Mm-hmm. That is now a real thing. Now, if you get infected with the coronavirus, seventeen years plus, you you don't have to worry about any sort of reinfections unless you have some sort of severe immunodeficiency disease. Okay, like AIDS. Right. All right, so you don't have to worry about a second infection on this this in this entire thing. Um, you do you recall? I don't know how long you've been listening. You might be a new listener. How long you've been listening? I don't know. Oh, off and on probably for about three years now. Okay, okay. So I'm not sure if you caught me when I ran to those sites over next to Presbyterian Hospital as they were painting the uh, Milne football team. Like you were me- recommending the convention center. Well, we were painting right. helipads so we could fly in people from Navajo Nation, Northern Arizona, and all that. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if you remember. They literally have. Catch- right. You, you, do, you, do you remember when I did that and 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 I literally shut those down? I shut down all those helipads and they were calling me this evil person do you remember that i don't remember that i probably wasn't listening at the time but uh, okay well i shut I, down yeah, all probably. those i shut down all those helipads okay that they were creating seventy five thousand dollars a pop it became a huge deal all over the media and and then then she had to change her story again hey what's your your dog's what's your dog's name no i'm actually i'm actually walking outside okay all right all right so, so stay with me stay with me here keep, keep yeah. uh uh, keep Cujo on on a leash. So <laughs> okay. so so there we are. We we shut that down, and I was tracking the helicopters. Everybody who's listening to me right now remembers uh, using Flight 24 how we were tracking all those helicopters coming in. And then just like Navajo Nation, where was it worst? It was worst in those places where we shut down first. Worst where we were first, and we shut that right. down. They never even opened up the hospital that the federal government opened up for them and gave them the money to do. They never even opened up that hospital whatsoever. So they had limited places to get help. They, everybody was getting tested. They had limited options for them to go. They had no running water. I mean, it's a third-world nation all the way out there in, in Navajo Nation. We had Karen Bedoni and a number of other people were telling us just how bad things were. So the, to answer your question is we could have prevented all this in the first place if we would have taken a better approach. Michelle Lujan Grisham failed. She didn't get the Health and Human Services Secretary because she failed New Mexico. Uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham failed to go, go ahead and escalate, go to the next level. They only offered her a Secretary of the Interior position because even Joe Biden's administration 
recognize her failure for COVID. And now she's angry, and she is going to take it out on us. This is why she's talking about they're going to decide who to have care on. Oh, and one other thing, aptly named. What's the University of New Mexico Hospital name? Do you know what the name of the hospital is? Uh, Richardson Hospital, That's isn't right. it? That's <laughs> right. There we go. Yeah. And who did Richardson hire? Like, this is all so poetic. It all just kind of comes together very naturally. Who did Bill Richardson hire as his Health and Human Services Secretary? That would be Miss Grisham. That would be Miss Grisham. And, and did Miss Grisham finish her term there? No. Okay, so what makes anybody think, <laughs> including the Biden people, you know, Joe Biden's a big, dumb guy. He can't even pronounce Javier Becerra. What did he say? To, what did he say? Bacoa something? I, I ba- thought, Macarena? I think, I think, I think something like Did he say Macarena? It sounded like Macarena. <laughs> no way. Uh, I mean, even Joe Biden recognized, like, I don't want that evil spirit touching my cabinet. That, like, that's how bad, because this is a person who, who, who couldn't do it. So, like, we need to start steeping ourselves in this reality to understand, A, why Michelle Lujan Grisham didn't get picked, why we wouldn't have this problem in the first place, and how Tim Keller is going to exacerbate the COVID-19 situation by taking the one overflow resource and dedicating it to the homeless. I can't make this stuff up. We live in the stupidest city in the dumbest state on the face of the planet. There's, there's a reason I could take this and say my next statement but then somebody would might, might call me racist, regardless of the fact that I actually am Hispanic. So uh, we'll we'll keep it right there. How about that? <laughs> well, you won't get any argument out of me, but it does seem uh, unconscionable that you would be making decisions about life and death when there are potential resources available to help you deal with the we're, problems we're, that you we're, created. We're, we're, we're available. The one recommendation <laughs> you gave us is no longer available. We're now we're now going for the. Uh, uh, for the, those are now going to be re- yeah, no, no, not even the convention nope. center. We can't have it there. No, remember when they kicked out the 4-H club? Was the 4-H club right. to house the illegal immigrants that were coming in? Don't you remember that? That was like last summer or two summers I, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Michelle Lujan Grisham yeah. was going to tear things up. She went on CBS in the morning, the whole entire thing, and and was saying how man, Cujo's angry. You know, maybe no, that's another. What? I'm actually walking. I'm not walking my dog. Oh, okay. So these are the neighbor's dogs who look at me suspiciously. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, they're literally, well, because you're talking about Michelle Lujan Grisham. She's the chihuahua. They might be feeling that we're talking about her. Listen. Uh, uh, all right, everybody. Hey, Margarita. Oh, look, even Barney does the Margarita. I didn't know Barney did the Margarita. <laughs> Okay, here we go. You're welcome. Eddie, do all these people clapping that speaker realize that it includes their families? Also, I'm 75 plus. Maybe it's time for me to start planning to move from here and back to Florida. Judy. Yep, Judy and Discuss. She's gone. Seems to be an influx of state police. SENM. What's SENM? Southeast New Mexico. Uh, can you be more specific? Uh, Eddie, up to 19 now. Arizona has joined. Adele's about to bring you the good news. Mm-hmm. Okay, New Mexico not will not be joining. There's no, no way. There's Hector. no way Hector's going to join on board with that. No way. He's he's got to prop up the uh, uh, Biden. Maybe in a in a Swami move, what he could do in a real Swami move, he could join it, go against Michelle Lujan Grisham, or maybe Michelle Lujan Grisham so angry at Joe Biden for not picking her, they decide to go ahead and join in mm. and try to help flip the state. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Whoa, that's like drama. Whoa. 4D Stream close up. <laughs> Mask wearers are concentrated bacteria virus transporters. Just think of eight hours of bad breath. I know. 
I actually have pretty decent breath. It's not so bad, but if I have, if I've eaten something and about two two miles, I carry my toothbrush and tooth. Doubt sees it. Mm-hmm. I carry my toothbrush and toothpaste now because I have to wear a damn mask. Seriously. Think of eight hours of bad breath puffing out of the mask. You are stupid conformist mask wearing sea suckers. Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> oh boy, I love the rage. Uh, I was told by Mr. Aragon a number of weeks ago after the president recovered that I no longer had to wear a mask in this building, and I haven't touched it in this building since. I'm very proud of myself. Uh, I dumped that audio. Had to dump it. Had to think about it. Yeah, just <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh boy, I, I almost got us in trouble. Only got, you only got caught. Uh, only caught uh, here, here's how I'll rephrase it. Um, yeah. The only time I wear a mask is when literally my life depends. I can't get groceries unless I'm wearing the mask to go okay. into the. But other than that, I go see the dogs in Corrales every morning. Everybody on the trail has their mask. I look right at them with my big s eating grin with no mask, and I know they they're shooting daggers at me, but I don't care. And I had to dump part of that because I said I okay so. The reason why I dump part of that audio, which I almost never do, I'm I'm like a big anti-dump guy. I, I didn't. I, that came out wrong. Sorry. It 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 could yeah it could <laughs> lead to problems with our yeah okay well, I get it. You and I don't have uh, what's called a uh, employer employee relationship. So. Oh, that's why I thought. But, okay, I thought there was but, another reason. There. But well, we don't have a contract or anything. But no, we are we in a, we are a situation where I do we we do have an agreement. So if I were to suggest something to you. They could hold me responsible. Does uh, that make sense? Okay. And remember, the Gestapo's out. Yes. I, mean, I don't know. Have you have you seen this stuff that's coming up right now? I, I've got my my brain is going in a million different directions because I consume so much media today. Well, besides the Mortal Kombat, my kids are playing. If they're good, if they're good, by the way, they get to play a little. No, oh, they're dip. playing Halo when they're uh, Halo film. now. But uh, oh, I, I, to indulge their father, I I, I have to play Mortal Kombat. Folks, I'm going to play this for you. This is deeply disturbing. Okay, the guy at Hobby Lobby. Let me tell you. Let me just tell you how how evil these Democrats are, especially the ones that work for the state. They're going to they're coming to get you. They're come. So that guy Coker, They're coming to get you. I like that whole thing. Listen to this. this. This is a woman by the name of well, we don't know her name actually. Cynthia Johnson. Okay, she's a Michigan Democrat state rep. And if you're a Trump supporter, like I am, like I got Trump everywhere. I, uh, I don't have the Trump onesie like uh, like like Langston, um, because I don't know. I would never wear a onesie. Period. But that was pretty funny. But uh, this is what she's going to do with Trump supporters. Listen. So this is just a warning to you, Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. We ain't playing with you. Enough of the shenanigans. Enough is enough. And for those of you who are soldiers, you know how to do it. Do it right. Be in order. Make them pay. I love y'all. There, there you go. Yeah. Probably attends church. Uh, probably uh, Ebenezer. What? Uh, what's his name? Not Scrooge, but uh, <laughs> you know the you know the Obama's church. Oh, Reverend Wright. Yeah, Reverend Wright. Yeah, Ebenezer. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I don't even know. I was told by a, a Coralino yes. the other day that um, she was listening to the um, Trump rally in Georgia, talking about how he's inciting people. I wonder if that President <laughs> Corrales knows about <laughs> Cynthia Johnson, a uh, Democrat from Detroit, and uh, tr- true incitement. Yeah, really. <sighs> we ain't playing with you. Enough of the shenanigans. 
enough is enough. And for those of you who are soldiers, you know how to do it. Do it right. Be in order. Make them pay. Oh, militant. I mean, I mean, even even Malcolm X moved away from Malcolm X at the very end. Yeah, the greatest threat this country faces is, is that? the violent white right wingers who support Trump. They're they're out there every day uh, encouraging people to to harm others. Yep, that's that's the problem in this country. So stay in your homes. Don't come out. Wow. Right? We're not going to let you buy guns. You can't get groceries. You can't do any. When are you guys going to get so incredibly angry that you're going to do something about it? When is that point? Your Republican Party ain't doing anything about it. Certainly, your representatives are like stay home. Your talk radio hosts are telling you, well, you know what, maybe we should start talking about whether or not we're going to take the vaccine or not. Of course we're not going to take the damn vaccine. I can tell you we aren't going to do it. And you ain't going to vax my kids other, uh, otherwise either. Think about this, folks. This is real. This is your life. They're literally ushering you on to civil war. Every 80 years, we talked about it with Greg Zanetti. You know what's happening. We've spelt it out. 1940, what became 1941? 1860 became 1861. 1780 became 1781. Shall we continue? 1700, 1620. Think about this. You can't change what is coming. You can't prevent what's going to happen. We are not going to let our government dictate to us who and who cannot get health care with the money that has been paid into the government. I am sorry. That is not going to happen. And your health care providers who take the Hippocratic Oath to give care to everybody must give care to anybody and have been doing so for years. The first line of defense for illegal immigrants when they're sick is to go to the University of New Mexico Hospital, the Bill and Barbara Richardson Pavilion, so they can get health care, and suddenly it's going to be denied to you? Physicians outline objective standards. Objective! For rationing care in New Mexico, a patient's chance of survival, not age, occupation, or ability to pay, will guide the rationing of medical treatment. Death panels, folks. Death panels. This is what is happening. Listen closely. I am going to try to reorganize it to be uh, more amenable to treating sick people. But that means you, particularly you young people, uh, particularly you young healthy people, you're going to have to pay more. Thank you. Uh, and by the way, uh, we are going to have to, if you're very old... We're not going to give you all that technology and all those drugs for the last couple of years of your life to keep you maybe going for another couple of months. It's too expensive, so we're going to let you die. I don't have to say anything else. If you're not angry, if you had enjoyed the last nine months and you enjoy your kids, becoming stupider literally by the day. And not because of anything that you've done, but because they don't have access to their schools any longer. It's a very minimal, just being involved. We have 12,000 missing kids in the city of Albuquerque who haven't attended school, who haven't checked in. We have 30,000 kids missing statewide. 
and we're talking about elections for the Republican Party. We're talking about jobs for Michelle Lujan Grisham up in Washington, D.C. We're talking about who's going to measure the curtains in the governor's mansion that we pay for up in the state roundhouse that you pay for. And you're not getting. And we're sitting on $46 billion, the third largest sovereign wealth fund here in the entire country. We're going to start rationing things. We're going to sell off the assets, the owners, the owners. I almost want to play that whole entire thing. The owners of this country, right? You know exactly where I'm going down. Yes, I do. The owners of the Gibson Healthcare Center decide to go ahead and sell it to their good friends, the city of Albuquerque and Michelle Lujan Grisham. The one place where we had a spillover. Like, I, when I saw that this morning, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense in the midst of this entire crisis. We struck a real estate deal, everybody, one of the largest commercial real estate deals here in the state of New Mexico. We decided to go ahead and sell it off because we're going to help the homeless first. Like, whatever we can do to play keep away. All you rich people that are here in New Mexico, you're leaving anyway. You guys are going to be, uh, you're not going to deal with it. And we know that you're not going to be on the front lines of, of anything because, Lord knows, your businesses have been decimated. You haven't been appreciated. Your workers hate you. Your, 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 everybody in the community hates you because the only way in, in New Mexico they think that you made any money because they see the way the politicians make money is you're either corrupt or you stole it, right? Every single uh, white person or anybody who has any sort of wealth to speak of, right? Isn't that the way we hate? Isn't that what's taught here? Like I, I literally read, uh, I, I'm going to read my son's homework today. Like you, seriously, it's okay. in the homework. Yeah, yeah. It is literally in his homework. It's inside his homework. He's getting indoctrinated. Think about this for a second, folks. I mean, I could talk about this stuff ad nauseum, but you know it to be true. I don't have to tell you what you already know or remind you of what you are reminded of by every single time that you turn around. You have been disrespected. Ironically enough, they ran a campaign in the Republican Party that said, respect New Mexico. This has been the most disrespectful year in the history of the state. A state which was founded upon Jesus Christ, by the way. And I don't use that as a curse. But we brought Jesus Christ here to this state. My ancestors were probably the first preachers, the first people to celebrate Easter here in this state. Think about that for a second. And for the first time in 320 years, you weren't able to go ahead and celebrate Easter. 327 years, excuse me. We go back to 1693. Absolutely incredible. Why? Why? Because the government told you. That's why. The government created this mess. And now they will get all the credit should Joe Biden take the White House. But we're going to talk about why it may not happen because of this lawsuit right after a quick break. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. Sorry. I'm getting worked up. I'm going to get lathered up. I mean, maybe it's at the 5 o'clock, the radio stuff. I'm going to move that to 530 because we got to get to this this Texas case and the other states that are jumping in. We'll okay. be stay tuned. And 17 states jumping in. Woo! 17. Do we have a convention? Uh, my son's coming in to tell me about motor combat. <laughs>
I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Something wonderful like all chocolate dipped cherries or pineapple or apricot glaze. How about chocolate caramels and creams, even red chili bars? Thousands of incredible delicacies at the Candy Lady in Old Town at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio Westlife. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now, 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at The Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At The Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at The Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 3937. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. I don't know how to tell time, but I know it's sunny side up o'clock. The pineapple coconut waffle. At sunny side up, it's a whole wheat pancake filled with diced pineapples, toasted coconut, and homemade vanilla cream sauce. Go to sunny.theplaceilike.com. Have you noticed a lot more people are asking you for your recommendation? What's the best place to get a cake for breakfast and brunch? Tacos, retail, tell them, theplaceilike.com. It has it all, eateries, retail, services, entertainment, theplaceilike.com. Great news! Anne Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Anne Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890 890- 
3736 for your own personal shopping experience. And Matthew's Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Alright, time to put things together starting with the weather. Rain and snow mix coming our way for Thursday and Friday, but today wasn't that beautiful? It was 58 for the, the big high today. 55 right now in Corrales, 56 at uh, Ridgecrest Park and 54 at the Rock of Talk. All right, again, we still have that problem on I-25 southbound. All traffic being taken off at Broadway because of a fatal accident right past the curve. And that has just put Highway 47 into just a really slow drive. All right, well, you may want to just uh, stick with Broadway, and it's the best, it's really the best alternative I can tell you right at the moment. All right, don't forget I-25 southbound. It's hitting its typical grind right there under 30 miles an hour between Osuna to Comanche. And Alameda is still reeling from afternoon construction that has cleared, but that westbound pattern very slow from Guadalupe Trail all the way to Loretta. This traffic report brought to you by Salon Deluxe. They are market partners from Onate, and this is great. That's hair, skin, and now health products. Great probiotics. And when you take it with the healthy water that they have, Salon Deluxe is now your west side home for Canyon water. Change the water you drink, change your life. Healthy water, alkaline water, you get it at Salon Deluxe, and they have some beauty packs with that water as well. Find out all about it by going to SalonDeluxe.com. Okay, we're up to date. Now let's dive back in to the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, we're going to hit the top of the hour Fox News right away. Um, probably my son with his homework, by the way. I said homework, and he automatically, he comes right in, and he starts like, can you check this? <laughs> it's right. I've had the kids uh, here you know, all week doing their yeah, stuff. Yeah, they've been around and, a lot. Uh, right? Yeah, and it's, it's kind of nice. I like having the kids, and uh, you can keep an eye on them. We'll get another uh, weather and traffic update very, very quickly. We're going to come out of this. Hey, Sam, bring that back here. Let's hit the top of the hour. Fox News. You're listening to Fox News, ABQ.FM, K229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM 1600, KIVA, Albuquerque. Facebook under fire. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. The social media company being sued by 46 states, Washington, D.C., and Guam. Facebook used vast amounts of money to acquire smaller rivals and potential rivals before they could threaten the company's Dominance. New York Attorney General Letitia James. The company is also being sued by the Federal Trade Commission, which claims it violated antitrust laws and they're trying to force a breakup of the company. Facebook claims the government plan is unfair and would punish a successful business. The House has passed a one-week extension of funding to avoid a government shutdown at the end of the week and to allow for more time to negotiate another round of coronavirus relief. The Senate is expected to take it up this week. States are preparing ahead of tomorrow's hearing on potential approval of a COVID-19 vaccine. Tomorrow, the FDA will meet to discuss the potential emergency use authorization of Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine. Officials here are aware of two UK cases in which people had allergic reactions. Dr. Monsif Slawi is the Operation Warp Speed chief medical advisor. Of course, the FDA will make those decisions that tomorrow this will be part of the consideration. And as in the UK, the expectation would be that Subjects with known severe reaction, allergic reactions should not take the vaccine. Meanwhile, the military says they're ready to begin distribution, and they're already staging supplies like syringes and alcohol pads in each state. 
Evan Brown, Fox News. President-elect Biden's son Hunter has revealed he's the subject of a federal investigation by the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware into what he's calling his tax affairs. A source tells Fox News the younger Biden is the subject of a grand jury investigation and that it was predicated in part over suspicious foreign transactions, including in China. America is listening to Fox News. Dell Technologies' end-of-year sale is the perfect time to upgrade tech for your business. Save big on the latest computers powered by Intel Core processors for your small business. And don't forget to shop servers, storage, and thousands of top-brand electronics, all with free shipping. Call a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech for your business needs at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Hello, Mrs. Koontz. It's the back left tire of your RV calling. Wanted to give you a heads up that I'm going to blow out on the highway later today. Wait, what? It says here I'm going to burst in the middle of rush hour. Well, can we reschedule? Sorry, our policy states that once we're scheduled to burst, we have to. We really pride ourselves on our commitment to blowouts. RV owners can't schedule when things go wrong on the road. That's why there's Progressive, a leader in RV insurance. Do you want a text confirmation when I burst? Uh, think I'll notice. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. More than a month after Election Day, a congressional race in upstate New York is still undecided after a judge found several irregularities. Republican Claudia Tenney is leading incumbent Democrat Anthony Brindisi by 12 votes out of more than 300,000 that have been cast. A judge denied Tenney's request to certify the current results, ruling that would require the court to ignore multiple errors by boards of elections. The judge granted most of what Brindisi sought, ordering mistakes to be corrected and that ballots previously not counted be included in the canvassing. In his ruling, the judge had scathing criticism of local election officials who he said failed to follow the law when counting ballots. He also said there was no evidence or even an allegation of fraud. In New York, David Lee Miller. Fox News. A top House Democrat with a warning about his party's slimming majority next year. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer says he's indicated to the incoming Biden administration to be careful about appointing members of the House, given the slim majority Democrats will have in the upcoming Congress. At least two House Democrats are expected to join the Biden administration. Louisiana Congressman Cedric Richmond is leaving Congress to serve as a senior advisor in the White House. Ohio Congresswoman Marsha Fudge has been selected for Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Both those seats would be favored by Democrats in special elections. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. A week after approving it, supervisors in San Francisco have rejected a cigarette smoking ban in city apartments. The proposal now returns to committee for further review after one supervisor said he heard concerns from many apartment dwellers. The measure approved last week allowed marijuana smoking in those apartments. Wall Street at the close, a weakness in tech companies led stocks lower. The Dow lost 105 points. The Nasdaq slid 243. The S&P minus 29. I'm Lisa Lacerra, and this is Fox News. All right, as we get hour number two underway, let's put things together, starting with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande, and here come the clouds. Uh, tomorrow and Friday, it looks like we got some rain and snow mixed both days, and we'll be down into the mid-40s for a high, much different than today. How about this? Looking right now in Santa Fe, believe it or not, 51 degrees. In the South Valley, 55 and 52 at the Rock of Talk. Lots to unpack here. All right. Again, I-25 southbound past Broadway. They're taking you off the freeway Broadway because right past the curve on I-25, 
there's a fatal, and that's just going to take some time to get rid of on the freeway and to work things out. All right, so that has put a real crunch on Broadway. And goofy me, I called it Highway 14 before it's Highway 47. That is just sold out on your way to Bosky Farms under 10 miles an hour the whole way. A lot of folks are trying Broadway. Cut across over to Sled, and that should save you time. But do note, Bob, Rio Bravo is going to be under 10 miles an hour most of the way from I-25 to Isleta. All right. This traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. They are great people for our folks right now. They have companion care at reasonable rates, household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation, cognitive assistance. You can't ask for a whole lot more, and these are really caring people. Amazing people at Amazing Grace ready to help. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services accepts insurance as well as pay clients, and you can get a hold of Amazing Grace by going to homecare.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date. Let's dive in to the Rocket Talk. Albuquerque's Metro Aggression. The Rock of Talk on AM sixteen hundred KIVA, ninety-three point seven FM, the web the app rockotalk.com. And you'll get everything right there. It's it's the easiest thing ever, right? ABQ.fm, ABQ.am, Kiva.am, Kiva.fm, and of course rockoftalk.com. So you think of Kiva, you think of Albuquerque, you think of uh, the re- me and the radio station, and there you go. You can find all things. 24-7, right there, and then you connect to our chat. Uh, D-Dot Musk, Hour 2, how are you? Um, well, I'm, 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 uh, it's been an hour since you brought up Robert Reich, and I'm still sort of reeling from that. Um, just the memory of him. Uh, he, he was very prom- more prominent in the 90s, of course, and he actually ran for governor of Massachusetts. He did, yeah. He didn't even get his own party's nomination, but if you want something a little more recently, oncologist Dr. Zeke Emanuel of those, yes. those, those three brothers we all loathe so much, uh, it was Ari and Rom and Zeke, uh, he's on the advisory board for Joe Biden's coronavirus task force. Much like Robert Reich, not a fan of keeping old folks alive. A number of years ago, he wrote, by 75, the age of 75, creativity, originality, and productivity are pretty much gone for the vast, vast majority of us, he wrote in 2014. And the title of his essay was, Why I Hope to Die at 75. And Fox News has made the interesting observation that the guy he works for, the guy whose task force he is on, is now age 77. So, yep. um Curious. <laughs> uh, soon to be, he'll be the oldest person if he does send right. uh, uh, to that. I will get to your text, uh, but everybody's been waiting. What's happening in Texas? I apologize uh, for the delay as uh, we're getting through with our rants and expressing ourselves with the information that we know. The great thing about uh, you guys uh, hearing some of those rants, you get getting some of our opinions and and insights is if you get the newsletter first thing in the morning, uh, sign up for that. You literally will be weaving through all the traffic of stories that we put out each and every day and just as a quick teaser for all of you guys uh, who need to jump on board because i'm about to just drop the paywall i really am we're at that point and you know you can see you watch the data you see how like you don't have to do anything else you don't have to pick up the albuquerque journal you don't have to go to any news site you it's all right there it's literally 100 percent right there for you so just let me race through this uh, the debate of the day is a good one uh, we have a forthcoming tom udall uh, article coming out. Is it going to be like a, a the Playboy interview at this point? I mean, is it going to be like... Let's just say it won't be the puff piece that the Las Cruces Sun News ran today. <laughs> no, no. The Rock of Talk debate uh, of the day. Did Tom Udall accomplish anything useful? The answer would be no, but you're coming in. Our Daily Blast, our complete Rock of Talk show from yesterday, uh, including all your calls. Uh, you guys can go ahead and uh, listen to that for the time being, but uh, you'll be have to uh, be a paid subscriber. Uh, we're approaching 1,000 now. 
And uh, trust me, it's only going to get better, and it's going to be leveraging a lot of the information that you guys bring here into the Kiva. Uh, top article today, we're struggling big time. 750 families go to latest Roadrunner food distribution. That uh, article, of, co- of course, coming from KOAT. But I put at the very top of that the Hunger Games, other stuff is why did the U.S. copy China on virus control? State and local budgets are not in crisis. Uh, we could talk about that here, uh, especially in a little tribute to Chuck Yeager. All the news uh, that is right there, uh, eight local stories, U.S. and global stories, and then, of course, uh, the conservative corner uh, as well. So some forthcoming stuff uh, tomorrow from Dan Butterfield, next day from uh, D. Dowd Muska. We appreciate uh, everybody uh, tuning in. Now, 154 pages is what Dowd uh, printed out. So uh, this better be good, D. Dowd Muska. Uh, I have prepared a three-page presentation for the listeners. Wee wee. Let's go. Let's let's do it. Let's uh, let's jump into it. So our uh, New Mexico, we know, is not going to be a part of this. No. But there is reason for optimism. Um, and well, I'm not going to give you hope. I think that's cruel. You know, we're going to play it day by day. I told you at the very beginning this is going to be six to ten weeks, and it looks like we're starting to get to this point where. Things are going to become very definitive because we're five days away from certifying this election, or are we? <laughs> that is the question, isn't it? Um, I've got to start with the list of states that have now signed on to this yes, suit before we get into sort of the, the meat of it. And, and initially, Eddie, when I was heard about these states coming on, I thought, oh boy, here we go with you know Atlanta, Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi. This is all just sort of, for lack of a better word, Confederacy states, you know, deep okay. southeast states. That is no longer the case at all. So joining the, the, the state of Texas, the Attorney General of Texas, uh, is now the AGs and a number of other states that are very, very far from the southeast. This would include places like Indiana, Kansas, Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, uh, Oklahoma, Utah, the, uh, South Dakota. So this is not just a regional, you know, deep red part of the country. Some of these other, you know, other regions of the country are, are weighing in on this. So I, I, I guess what my, the thought that kept coming back as I was going over this was, this is kind of the unified field theory. I know we have a lot of physicists in the audience, this being New Mexico. I mean, it's kind of the unified field theory of, of corruption and cheating uh, in the presidential election in 2020. It kind of unites all these disparate lawsuits. There have been so many lawsuits in, in so many different states. And what you hear over and over again by the media that won't do their job is, you know, President Trump loses. M- most of these suits have not been filed by the campaign. It's only been a, a very, very tight uh, few of these. So uh, they love to say, oh, Trump loses another lawsuit, but it's not being run by the Trump campaign. So um, there's a lot of these legal actions. This is the mother of them all. Uh, Mr. Trump, our, our current president, uh, our once and future president possibly, uh, tweeted out that it is, he called it the big one. And I, and I think he's, he's, he's right to call it that. It's the unified the- field theory of of, uh, of election corruption in 2020, it unites the major allegations and what the Texas Attorney General is basing it on, basically three foundations. Um, these four states that they're suing, and this is 17 states suing four states, so this is not a small legal action. I mean, you're talking about 21 states involved in this litigation. It's not some little tiny por- portion of the country where there's some little tiny dispute about little chihuahuas barking at each other. This, this is a big boy. Um, Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, and of course the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, not a state, it's a Commonwealth. The AG of Texas is saying that they have usurped their legislature's authority and unconstitutionally revised their own election statutes, uh, thereby causing uh, you know th- this problem. Uh, through uh, executive fiat, that means the actions of the Secretary of State uh, or the actions of the Secretary of State in response to left-wingers suing the state, or by uh, friendly lawsuits, that's the second part, uh, left-wing agitators out there, uh, they have weakened uh, the ballot integrity of their state. So the three foundational allegations are 
the actions of these four states, uh, once again, Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, and the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, have violated the Electors Clause of Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2 of the U.S. Constitution. That making this, of course, a, a federal case. Uh, that clause makes, uh, makes it clear that only the legislatures of the states are permitted to determine the rules for appointing presidential ec- uh, electors, not the Secretary of State, not some left-wing you know, voter uh, access uh, nonprofit suing where they negotiate some sort of settlement. Only the legislature can do that. Uh, number two, the second allegation, that the Equal Protection Clause prohibits the use of differential standards in the treatment uh, and tabulation of ballots within a state, and that uh, we're going to get into specific examples of, of that. And number three, the, the final uh, allegation, when election practices reach, quote, the point of patent and fundamental unfairness, close quote, the integrity of the election itself violates substantive due process, and that substantive due process is guaranteed under the 14th Amendment. So those are the, the basics of the complaints. What are, what is the, what are the, what's the Attorney General of Texas and 17 other states? What do they want from this? Uh, at the very end of the complaint is this court should first stay or temporarily restrain the defendant states, those are the, the four states, Georgia, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, from voting in the Electoral College, and we know when that vote is going to be held next week, until further order of this court, the U.S. Supreme Court, and then issue a preliminary injunction or stay against their doing so until the conclusion of this case on the merits. Alternatively, the court should uh, uh, the court could reach a decision on the merits, vacate, vacate, toss out the defendant state's elector, elector certifications from the unconstitutional 2020 election results and remand uh, to the four states uh, the appointment uh, of their of, of proper electors. So if this lawsuit is won and there's a million naysayers out there, even some folks on the right are saying, hey, you know, this is kind of a Hail Mary. And, of course, everybody on the left says this isn't going anywhere. Time will tell. Uh, if those four states are judged to be in, you know, against these constitutional violations took place in these four states, that removes 62 electoral college Six, votes. 63, I think. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. So oh, the 11. Sorry, did I count it wrong? Uh, 27 and 27, 47, 57, 63, yeah. Oh, okay, 63. Uh, and that means that neither Biden nor Trump ends up having a majority. You have to get to that 270. Biden would end up somewhere in the 240s. And yeah, so there's end up 321 the is, I think, the way that they're allocating that right mm-hmm. now. Is that, is that correct? Yes, that is it. Yeah, so I think 321. So, yeah. uh, my, my son was, I just had to check all his math. So, <laughs> okay. you know, take take 60 off of the uh, the 320. That puts us at... At uh, two sixty, uh, right there. So you know, we're, we're he's at and, and you don't you don't get to be president unless you get to two seventy or above. So yeah, you, you can't just say, oh, even if you took all these electoral votes off, Biden would still be ahead. Therefore, he's still the president. No, you've got to get an absolute majority, not a simple majority. So then we kick it to the House of Representatives, and then it gets uh, really interesting with Republicans and Democrats in their in their own uh, congressional contingents sort of facing off. Now there so, are Republicans who are suggesting and in Georgia specifically, that are suggesting that Donald Trump just drop everything. Yes. Um, This is the problem. And these are people who are elected officials. So the Rhino Republicans are are out there. And I think, you know, the Rhino Republicans, we should also refer to them as establishment uh, Republicans. Because their whole thing is they don't want to look bad. uh, They they don't want to be shamed. They don't want to be embarrassed. And they don't like the way that Donald Trump looks, eeks, eats, walks, talks, anything. Right, orange man they, bad. They want their party back because they want the the limited amount of position because they don't want to have to kiss any ring. They're all like little 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 champions. So let's let's do this. Let's do the three twenty one because let's just going to make this practical for people. 
Okay, what are we actually talking about since we're talking about the electoral college? And I'll and I'll start asking questions, and you're welcome to ans- ask questions of, of doubt as well. No doubt he read a lot of this stuff. Uh, probably not a whole 154 pages, but I can guarantee you he knows this stuff uh, better than anybody else on talk radio throughout the country because nobody does hard work. And I'm going to address Kevin, one of my veterans who called in uh, earlier today, and I just let him go because he was upset. He's upset at Sean Hannity. He's upset uh, at... Um, Oh my God, I can't even think of the the, the big guy, Bill O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Um, he's upset at these guys who were suggesting that, well, we just need to just sit there and take it, yeah, and, yeah. and the outcome. And guess what? Unfortunately, you messed with the wrong group of people. The veterans are not going to take it, I can tell you that. No matter how many pills you pop into their mouth and uh, how much PTSD, uh, they swore an oath to this Constitution, and that's the way the, and where it's going to stand. And that's the argument that's happening right here. These are if I'm not mistaken, constitutional arguments, and they go down to the uh, state legislatures as well. So, sure. Okay, so let's back out the 63 votes, and that gives us 258. Okay, so Donald Trump's at 217. Um, Dowd, can you bring up the – I don't have the electo- election uh, totals uh, right in front of me, but let's just start with where we think out of those states that Donald Trump has the best chance of, of coming in. And I would say this. I would actually say there's two states. It's Georgia and Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Those are the two states I think that that stand out to me probably more than anything. So let's say he picks up uh, 236 on what is that? 217, I guess. Uh, what we'd be looking at two 236 plus 217. Whoa. Sorry, I'm doing this on air, so I'm not really thinking about math. Uh, you're going to have to just well, and it's interesting because there are four states named in this, and I guess the Supremes, if they take this case, they haven't accepted it yet, could say, well, all the allegations you're making are true about this state, but not that state. So I wonder if they could, you know, they don't have to take it all at once, um, and they could take just one or two or three. Uh, and again, it's it's uh, you know it's a simple simple question of math. Um, it is. So here's here's where I see this coming apart because uh, Pennsylvania, I think, probably has the longest road in preventing Donald Trump from from winning. It seems that that means, it, I don't know, from everything I've heard, you guys probably, as much as you've been keeping up, could probably tell me, but I'd say that Donald Trump has the best chances in Georgia and Pennsylvania. Would you say that? I, th- I would think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. those are the two states that, that I... And, and in fact, I have a, a summary of, of the, 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 AG, the Texas AG summarizes. He doesn't, thank God, he doesn't get into every affidavit. I mean, this, this lawsuit would have been 13,000 pages long, but he has a very nice summary of, of the types of of chicanery that happened and we can walk through each each bullet point on that because he 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 summarizes everything quite well and i and i and i I, i'd heard about all these things before but he puts it all together and we can you know we can read highlights from that too the specific claims so 258 253 is where we are if trump picks up georgia and and trump picks up pennsylvania which he is not going to concede jim jordan told him uh not to concede uh today which i thought was you know spot on no that's where it needs to be so we're down to michigan so at 253 even getting Michigan, Donald Trump would not win. Yep. At 253, Donald Trump getting Arizona, Donald Trump would not win. So what these states have figured, or what the state of Texas and the 16 other states uh, that have been named alongside this is they're, they don't want to cast their ballot, if I'm not mistaken, for the Electoral College if these four states are included based upon the fact that they have to go back to their legislatures. Mm-hmm. Now, here's where Arizona comes in. If I'm not mistaken, Arizona's going to go back to their legislature. Doug Ducey just got named 
to the Republican Governors Association uh, head, uh, chair, whatever, today for one-year term. He is not the most conservative of guys, but he's also uh, sort of straddling uh, things. I certainly wish it was the Florida governor, DeSantis, instead oh, yeah. of instead of uh, Ducey all day long. But we, Although Arizona is not named in the lawsuit, so it's important to note that. Oh, what's the, what's the other state? Uh, Georgia, Michigan, uh Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. Those are the those are Wisconsin. The okay, yep. so there it is. There's the, you were right. Then uh, sixty two. Yep. So sixty three because Wisconsin is Arizona. So um, oh, my math was right. Okay. Yeah, your math was right. <laughs> I was picking up Arizona the other time. Yeah, no, they're not named in this. Okay. So Donald Trump will have to pick up these four states, but in order to do so, he's got to go through Texas. All right. So the chances of this being uh, held up and elevated to the Supreme Court level, will they actually hear this? Because we've been seeing lots of these. Uh, being dismissed now. If I'm not mistaken, Ted Cruz is arguing this, correct? Uh, I believe they've. Uh, it, they, well, he, they, haven't, they haven't accepted it. They have to accept it. That's the that's the interesting thing. The Supreme Court does not have to hear disputes between the states. It it has the exclusive jurisdiction, but it doesn't have to accept the case. So the the court has the discretion. Now, what Texas did was they filed what's called a motion to leave to file a bill of complaint because it needs the permission of the court to file the complaint. And Texas says, listen. This, this case presents constitutional questions of immense national consequences. You guys have to take this case. But they haven't formally taken it yet. What are the chances, Doug, that they take it? What do you, what's your guess? I mean, you, you get through this, you put the papers down, you're sitting at this, uh, you've been at public policy for 28 years, you have insight, uh, you've been through some cycles. What does your gut tell you? I, boy, there's a lot of even people on the right saying they're, they're just going to they're gonna dismiss it. I think there's a better than even chance that they will take it at this point. Yeah, and yeah. what? Why? Why do you think so? Well, you know, let's let's go through the bullet points. Um, the, the, the phrase they use is the rampant lawlessness arising out of these four states' unconstitutional acts are being are, are uh, have been outlined in a number of currently pending lawsuits in the states, uh, and these charges include uh, number one, dozens of witnesses testifying under oath about colon. The physical blocking and kicking out of Republican poll challengers. Thousands on this, uh, of the same ballots run multiple times through tabulators. Mysterious late-night dumps of thousands of ballots at tabulation centers. Illegally backdating thousands of ballots. Signature verification procedures ignored. More than 170,000 ballots in our beloved Wayne County, Michigan, uh, uh, that cannot be tied to any registered voter. That's just bullet point number one, and there's about six or seven more after that. Let's, let's go through all of them. Oh, sure. Uh, number two, videos of... Uh, colon, <laughs> poll workers erupting in cheers as poll challengers are removed from vote counting centers. Poll watchers being blocked from entering vote counting centers, despite even having a court order to enter. Suitcases full of ballots being pulled out from underneath tables after poll watchers were told to leave. And we have the, the video, although people dispute that the word suitcase, but we do have video of that. Uh, number three, facts for which, and this is where we get into some of the um, you know the data potential manipulation. Number three, facts for which no independently verified reasonable explanation yet exists, colon. On October 1st, 2020, in Pennsylvania, a laptop and several USB drives used to program Pennsylvania's Dominion voting machines were mysteriously stolen from a warehouse in Philadelphia. The laptop and the USB drives were the only items taken and potentially could be used to alter vote tallies. In Michigan, which has also employed the same Dominion voting systems on November 4th, 2020, Michigan election officials admitted that a purported glitch caused 6,000 votes for President Trump to be wrongly switched to candidate Biden. A flash drive containing tens of thousands of votes was left unattended in the Milwaukee Tabulation Center in the early hours of November 4th without anyone aware it was not in a proper chain of 
Custody. Custody, uh, right. Number four uh, bullet point. Nor was this court immune, and this is really good, nor was this court immune from the blatant disregard for the rule of law. Pennsylvania itself played fast and loose with its promise to this court. That would be the U.S. Supreme Court. In a classic bait-and-switch, Pennsylvania used guidance from its Secretary of State to argue that this court should not expedite review because the state would segregate uh, potentially unlawful ballots. A court of law would reasonably rely on such a representation. Remarkably, before the ink was dry on the court's 4-4 decision, Pennsylvania changed that guidance, breaking the state's promise to this court. So when you go back on your word to the U.S. Supreme Court, ah, that probably makes the justices a little angry. Uh, so Pennsylvania may have to answer for that. Uh, bullet point number five, expert analysis using a commonly accepted statistical test further raises questions as to the integrity of this election. The probability of former Vice President Biden winning the popular vote in the four defendant states, again, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, independently given President Trump's early lead in those states as of 3 a.m. Uh, on November 4th. Wait, wait, let me stop you there. I think that's key. Yep. I think that's the most important piece that I think we shouldn't step over. Yep, yep. Because they noted that there was an advantage in those four states. And I think, uh, listeners, you should key in on this. I think you, you go back to, to the tape of that entire night. You recall that the, when I was doing the broadcast that night, I literally told you it's something shifted right yep, there. Yep. Yeah, so we, yeah, we can go back. sitting to, right here, yeah. <laughs> we can go back to that point and we can say something shifted. It yep. just shifted there. And then I said, look, they're going to stall. They're going to start stopping the election. They stopped the election. And then at 3 a.m. and we started, I woke up, uh, literally, I didn't go to bed until like 1.32. I woke up like at 5, 5.30 in the morning. And there was all these you know, new votes that, that oh, were yeah. coming in. Biden won, Biden won. That, really? There we go. That was absolutely key. So, <laughs> yeah, so, I'm glad so, you mentioned so, it. So, so they're finding, if we go back to the time of the crime, Yep. I think that is essential. So they can pinpoint where this is happening and have video, and you can see what's happening in those Georgia rooms. You can see what's happening in Michigan. Okay, continue. Well, and, it, and it's, it's funny because they cite the, the, the timing of 3 a.m., which, of course, was about 1 a.m. our time when we were starting to sort of go off the air, and that was, as you said, you, you identified what was going on. So uh, the probability uh, of Biden winning the popular vote in these four states independently, uh, given President Trump's lead in those states as of 3 a.m., is less than one in a quadrillion uh, for former Vice President uh, Biden to win these four states collectively. The odds of that event happening uh, decrease to less than one in a quadrillion to the fourth power, uh, if you want to go back to uh, algebra. so That will be enough. That statement right there. Let me <laughs> let me tell you something, folks. Okay, uh, so let's pretend. Let's put on our our. How do they receive? How do we process these these cases within the Supreme Court? How do they enter? I don't. I don't even know. They present it to the Supreme Court. Does it go in? It, that statement right there. They're going to look at that and they won't be able to move past it. it it's going to be and, and the reason why is it's going to be intimidating. It's intimidating to you. Because it's impactful, it's intimidating to us. Because they're going to have to prove that in a statement how that is the case. They're going to they have a math. Anytime you tie a number to something, mm -hmm. it immediately ties it to some sort of logic, and people are going to uh, stop at that point. And they're going to say, "Okay, we need to assess that. They're, let's see if that statement's false. If we can prove that that statement's false, then we can push everything out, mm -hmm. and we can reject it. They won't be able to do it because I guarantee you, the people who are taking the time to file this case." did their homework, and they don't go into any of these fights unprepared. All right, final point? Yeah, uh, this is a final uh, example of, of uh, the, the bullet point number five. The same less than one to quadrillion statistical improbability 
uh, Biden winning the popular vote in the four states, again, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, independently exists when Mr. Biden's performance in each of those defendant states is compared to former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton's performance in the 2016 general election and President Trump's performance in both the 2016 and 2020 general elections. Again, the statistical improbability of Mr. Biden winning the popular vote in these four states collectively uh, is one in one quadrillion. And I think they wrap it up really in a nice bow at the end of the, uh, the, the complaint. Um, this is just a summary. Uh, voters who cast lawful ballots cannot have their votes diminished by states that administered their 2020 presidential elections in a manner where it is impossible, impossible to distinguish a lawful ballot from an unlawful ballot. That's the gist of this lawsuit. And um, where we go from here, it's going to be a wild ride. Every one of those states, all Dominion software? I don't know. It's, Dominion's not mentioned much in this lawsuit. I searched for that word. Um, but at least two of them. I would say at least two of them. Okay. Um, so those four states, anybody wants to text that in, let me know if uh, Dominion was in all four of those states. Uh, Pennsylvania and Michigan for sure, the, the two biggest ones in terms of okay. electoral votes. Yeah. And then we'll find out uh, about Georgia and um, Pennsylvania. So, all right, folks. There, there it is. There's the, there's the breakdown for you. There's uh, our understanding. We're literally hinging upon the one in whatever quadrillion to be proven and then going back and looking at this. Now, I'm going to make one point to you that's immediately going to be impactful to you here out west. Uh, Let's think about Arizona. How much did Joe Biden in 2020 outdo Barack Obama in 2012? The answer is 48%, okay? Joe Biden has 48% more votes in the state of Arizona than Barack Obama. That's very, kind very of, fishy. <laughs> that's kind of insane. Just, just think about that. Okay, and then let's couple that with the fact that population growth during that same amount of time from 2012, and it's a fast-growing state, yes. to 2020. <laughs> did they drain a good part of New Mexico? Yeah, yeah they did. Uh, grew by 13%. Think about that. That's nearly four times. Four times the rate of a population. And remember, there's a lot of people who retire from the Midwest out to Arizona, and most of those states where they retire from, guess what? They're red. Think about that for a moment. All right, back after a quick break uh, here in the... Actually, let's check on uh, weather and traffic before we do it, because I know uh, people are out there uh, wandering around. Uh, they're on a sled up Broadway, and we've got to get them connected. Rudy? All right, as we put things together, we're going to quickly take a look at weather. Rain and snow mix the next couple of days, but after today, it's all right. 51 degrees in Santa Fe now, 55 in the South Valley, and it's 52 at the Rock of Talk. Man, this I-25 southbound, they're taking you off at Broadway still because of the accident right beyond the curve there. And unfortunately, that's just put real pressure, I mean massive pressure, on uh, State Route 47 on your way into Bosque Farms. You may still want to try, although it's busy, Rio Bravo cut across all the way over to Isleta. Isleta looks okay, but it's Rio Bravo. That's under 10 miles an hour most of the way. So it's just going to be a tough drive out there for the, for the time being. All right, in uh, Rio Rancho, it looks like everything is really stuffy on the 528. Pat Diarco, northbound between Sarah and Southern, under 15 miles an hour. Though that looks like it's starting to get a little bit of relief now. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Monty's Cigar Shop. They're on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. The biggest humidor means great stuff for you. That means temperature-controlled, 
which breeds the largest selection, over 2,000 types of uh, cigars, blends, and prices. It'll fit everybody's needs. Plus, they have great tobacco and classy pipes. I love those pipes out there. Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. Come by and say hi to Matt and the crew. All right, with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, 533 here in Nikiva. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Back after a quick break, let's take care of our sponsors. Let's keep those small businesses going, and uh, we appreciate everybody listening. AM 1600 KIVA. service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770 505-395-7770 or visit online at truewestgroup.com Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage. In the society we're in today, COVID-19 is on the top of all of our minds, and rightly so. But we can also look at the bright side of life, like God still loves us and He loves our families, along with giving us an opportunity like no other to spend time together without the busyness of life. At Indigo Mortgage, we believe in helping families, and we're blessed to be considered an essential business by the government. So we are able to continue helping clients and their families, either by refinancing to a better rate or by helping fulfill their new home purchase. Although we cannot meet face-to-face, we have a full staff available by phone, email, or you can complete an application on our website. Indigo Mortgage is honored to be part of this community, and we're here to help. Contact Indigo Mortgage today, 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Or on the net at indigomortgage.net. NMLS. 2-3-1962 and 188-348 and may God bless you. International Protective Service, or IPS, is the very best security investigations firm in New Mexico and the southwestern United States. We utilize the very best law enforcement, the United States military, and true security professionals from all over the world. When you, your family, or your business needs the very best, think of International Protective Service. Call International Protective Service today at 505-897-2420. Or visit us on the web at internationalprotectiveservice.com. 
Raw Greens on San Mateo, north of Manal. Come into Raw Greens, all natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens topical creams, tinctures, and pet products. Raw Greens online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Elevate. Elevate Trampoline Park. Ready to elevate your kids with Elevate Jump Packs. Packed with an Elevate t-shirt, socks, cafe cash cards, two-hour jump passes. All packs highly discounted. Order online at elevateyourkids.com. Pick any of our four jump packs at elevateyourkids.com. Call ahead and order $5 pizza for curbside pickup for instant family fun. Elevate Jump Packs and $5 Pizzas daily online at ElevateYourKids.com. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van S. Do you know what your building is worth? Would you like to get a free cost analysis within 24 hours? We can help. Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. I'm Aaron Jones. I'm the president and CEO of International Protective Service, better known as IPS. International Protective Service, or IPS, is the very best security investigations firm in New Mexico and the southwestern United States. We utilize the very best law enforcement, the United States military, and true security professionals from all over the world. When you, your family, or your business needs the very best, think of International Protective Service, IPS, providing peace of mind in an ever-changing world. Visit us on the web at internationalprotectiveservice.com. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done, and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? 
JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. All right, quick little uh, update here on uh, whether it's going to be rain and snow mix the next couple of days. Right now, not too bad. It is 55 degrees at Haynes Park, 54 at Ridgecrest Park, and 55 at the Rock of Talk. Good news. I-25 just opened at Broadway. So. So while that's going to take some time to recover uh, on Highway 47, at least I-25 is now open to take you into Las Lunas. And uh, this traffic report brought to you by... Uh, this looks like, sorry about that. Uh, this one is brought to you by Joe's Pasta House. Joe's Pasta House has his Joe's Big Buckets, one of five. You know what I'd call in on my way home right now and order either the spaghetti and meatballs, chicken fettuccine, maybe ch- or spaghetti with meat sauce, or the chicken uh, Alfredo. That's a great one because it's got green chili. You also get a large bucket of garden salad with the dressing. That's homemade. A loaf of fresh homemade bread, which is awesome. Choose one of the five Joe's Big Buckets by going to joes.com. EnjoyTakeout.com. All right, we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Everybody knows I love Link 182. Thanks, everybody, for being here on AM 1600 KIVA 93.7 FM. I will talk about that radio stuff during our third hour, but we've got some more uh, information. I'm going to read all your texts uh, as well. Your input always uh, appreciated, so we appreciate you by putting out all the texts uh, as much as we possibly can uh, out to everybody. By the way, the song is called Man Overboard. Viva La Vida. I played that for our president because... You can only think of our president during that song. I think it's uh, very apropos, and that might be the first time I've ever actually used that word, but I'd say adapt, and and, uh, it really is uh, right up his alley. But I hope that doesn't become him. Uh, Viva La Vida, Coldplay. So uh, all four of those states, by the way, do have... Dominion Software. Mm-hmm. So, thanks to the uh, uh, the caller of the four two five, which I believe is four two five San Francisco. Well, let's check on that. I'm pretty sure. I think four two five is uh, San Francisco. Uh, who who checked in the four two five? It's got to be yeah four two five area code. It's got to be San Francisco. Seattle. Oh, is it? Oh, we know uh, somebody in Seattle. <laughs> Seattle. So Seattle's listening. I, I forget what uh, I'm uh, getting. Oh, it's four one five. Four one five. Right. Is, right. Is that? That's why I'm just oh, getting all. Screwy. Okay, so let's talk about the crime itself and the secretaries of state. Now, let's not forget that our very own Maggie Toulouse Oliver is uh, the head of all of that. Um, which oh, is it the presidents of the secretaries of state? How do they get these associations even going? Government aso- government trade associations are one of the most reprehensible entities in America. I mean, you, you pay twice. You pay for the government officials you elect and pay their salaries. Then you pay for their trade associations. It's outrageous. Yeah. Um, so, so let's get into the details uh, on this uh, in terms of the more egregious and explicit uh, official acts, which uh, they're saying 
hey, we're doing it on your behalf. That's how they always do it. That's how they always serve it up to you, Dad. Uh, yeah. And, and again, I think the best phrase of this whole uh, describing this lawsuit is, how can we have an election integrity when it is impossible to distinguish between a lawful, a lawful ballot from an unlawful ballot? And that's really the heart of all this. And so uh, Texas, along with the 17 other states, is, is, is accusing these four states. And there's a, a Heritage Foundation ran a great article with some specific examples of these four states and what you know what are we talking about when we, when we talk about impropriety and and breaking the rules and possibly illegal and constitutional in Pennsylvania the secretary of state there uh, quote without legislative approval unilaterally abrogated the statutes the laws that require signature verification for absentee or mail in ballots only the legislature can make that change in Pennsylvania. so she made that herself. Yeah, uh, and what happened, well, actually, it was in response to a Supreme Court ruling with all those left-wing agitators. She was responding to that. Uh, the Supreme Court in Pennsylvania deadlocked on that for, for, instead of going to the legislature and saying, you know, we need to resolve this constitutionally, the Secretary of State said, oh, I'll just kind of make up other rules and adhere to what the uh, State Supreme Court doesn't want. Uh, Kathy wants. Bukovar. Uh, Kathy Bukovar. Uh, the Bukovar. Uh, yeah. Georgia, uh, another, you know, these, all, these are all Secretary of States. These are the people who oh, you elect. Boy. Oh, boy. Um, oh, oh, boy. Georgia. To, to these are the people you elect who would ensure the integrity of your election. Most states have elected secretaries of state. So in Georgia, we have a Republican, Brad Raffensperger. Oh okay, he, he he literally has become the one guy I hate reading uh, about. Both Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue, the, the Senate candidates, Republican Senate candidates in their own party. This guy's in their own party. Both of them have called for him to resign. So no great love lost between... I, I hate him. I, I literally mean, hate the, the Secretary of State. Well, and he's boasted about how you know we're, everything is so secure and we win awards and all that. Uh, according to the lawsuit, quote, without legislative approval, he unilaterally abrogated Georgia's statute governing the signature verification process for absentee ballots. Uh, again, it's this issue of securing the absentee ballots. That's the, the problem in Georgia. In Michigan, the Secretary of State, here we go again, Jocelyn Benson... Quote, abrogated Michigan election statutes related to absentee ballot, not just signature verification, but actually the application for those ballots. And how could that lead to problems in Michigan? Uh, here's a guy by the name of Chris Shornack. He volunteered with an organization called Guard the Vote. Uh, they went through 30,000 of the 172,000 absentee ballots in the city of Detroit. He said the group found uh, 229 of them uh, uh, were votes from dead people. He said that 2,660 of them were invalid addresses described by vacant lots and burned down houses. Quote, what I can say for sure and swear to you here today at this hearing is that overall 8.9% of the 30,000 absentee ballots that we've gone through and investigated just in the city of Detroit alone were unqualified fraudulent ballots that should have been spoiled. He extrapolated about how those 30,000 uh, samples uh, ballots could reflect on all of the absentee votes. Cats at the lowest level, if these percentages carry through, this means... Of the 172,000 absentee votes in the city of Detroit, at least 1,300 of them could be deceased. Another 15,000 could have fraudulent addresses described as living in vacant lots or in burned-down Mich homes. Michigan is a mess. Whatever's <laughs> happening in Michigan, it's, it's likely that the very same thing happened right here in New Mexico. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we have the two worst governors in the entire country. Uh, bar none. Oh. Right? Like, they are it. And Gretchen and Shelley are our gals. And this yeah. woman, Jocelyn, was just elected back in 2018. Yep. Uh, Gretchen was v uh, very involved in her campaign, by the way. Uh -huh. uh, she's 43 years young. Jocelyn is. Uh, here, here's, her, here's her East Coast education. You ready for this? Oh, boy. Wellesley. <laughs> that's, that's Hill. Yeah, Hill yep, Magdalene College, Oxford, Massachusetts, and Harvard University. And she is a big government advocate, the first Democrat elected to that position 
since 1995. Wow. Michigan was really turning it around for some time, and then yeah. uh, Passed right to Hurricane work Hurricane Gretchen coming, and they got rid of all the the. Um, she went to Wayne well, Wayne Law School for some reason. So oh, I don't oh. understand there, but uh, got, uh, uh, final state Wisconsin uh, again. We're coming up against. Actually, no, this is not the secretary seat. This is the elections commission. Uh, I believe that's an appointed, not an election board. Uh, they made changes in state laws without the permission, again, without the permission of the legislature as specified in the constitution, to quote weaken or did, do away with established security procedures put in place by the legislature to ensure absentee ballot uh, integrity. And not only uh, did the commission do this, municipal clerks engaged in a bunch of chicanery. Uh, the Trump campaign has alleged that municipal clerks across Wisconsin issued absentee ballots to voters without requiring an application in direct conflict of Wisconsin's absentee voting safeguards. The camp- Trump campaign says that, quote, Wisconsin law expressly requires that absentee ballots may not be issued without receiving a written application requesting that ballot. So there's some concrete examples, folks, of yep. the actual chicanery that went on. And, you know, the more you look at this, the dirtier it gets, the worse the stink gets. And um, Well, this I'm, woman's been after this, and she was, like, in her early 30s as Secretary of State. Yep. This is all she's ever wanted to run for in Michigan. Then you have your election commission yep. and the Democrat. Like, the largest teachers union in the country, is it still in Wisconsin, I believe? I believe so, yeah. yeah and then they tried to get rid of Governor Walker, like, oh, three, yes. three times. yes. Recalls, they, didn't yep. they impeach him three times? Yeah, yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like they couldn't get rid of him. The guy was not going to walk, uh, pardon the pun. And then, uh, of course, we got Georgia, you know, Stacey Abrams, you know, the stuff that's happening uh, down there. And you get, uh, I, I mean, I guess after hearing all that stuff and then the big Black Lives Matter movement after the uh, shooting over at uh, what fast food joint was it with the two police officers? Oh, Wendy's? Yeah, I think it was Wendy's, yeah. wasn't it? I didn't. And then uh, finally, what's happening in Pennsylvania with the big bad wolf? Uh, uh, and then we know how Pennsylvania is. I think there's uh, a, definitely a case here. And back to uh, the assessment coming from D. Dowd Moscow, which is in his gut, he does believe that this is going to be heard. So, with that being said, folks, what you want to hear is what I'm going to tell you. Literally, what you want to hear. Uh, just like. Uh, <laughs> Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying there's a chance? Uh, there's a chance. There is a chance. Uh, don't get your hopes up. Um, and I do want to address, I think, the start the 6 o'clock hour with a call I got earlier from Kevin, who is absolutely angry, upset. And I think we should talk about that. And we'll talk about the radio world. And I'll field all of your phone calls uh, as well. 550-5500. Hopefully that was a great breakdown uh, for you. Thanks for that, uh, Dowd. And uh, I think that is... That is good. Well, the good the good value of this, uh, of course, if you go online and you can get this the, the, the complaint yourself, is that, like I said, it's the unified oh. field theory. It unites everything together. You don't have to read uh, 390 separate lawsuits. It kind of takes the strongest arguments from those four states where it's, it's pretty obvious where the majority of that chicanery occurred in those four states. And exactly the four states Biden needed to, to win. Funny how they just got exactly what they needed in exactly the right states. Uh, you're never going to convince me, you know, unless you provide some great evidence, that there was not, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. This was a funny election. Uh, here's, the, here's a breakdown with states, by the way. Utah, Montana, uh, we got North Dakota, South Dakota, uh, Nebraska joining in, Kansas, Oklahoma, obviously Texas as the originators, uh, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, South Carolina, uh, Florida, Indiana, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, and Florida. So mm-hmm. there you go. Um, actually, those last four are not. Those are the other subject states. Right. And then the red states are the... Uh, I, I like the geographic representation. The fact that we have Utah and Missouri and the Dakotas involved in this now makes me feel feel better that it's not just you know bo- states bordering Texas. But 
Um, you know, if, if it all goes down to in, in flames, folks, never forget, Joe Biden will be the weakest president uh, possibly in American history. His, the his most, party lost seats in the House. Most number of votes. Uh, right, with the most number of votes. How, his how party lost many seats votes in the House. And lose seats in the House. Um, phenomenal success. Republicans maintaining and even in some cases expanding the majorities in state legislatures. Uh, despite this wonderful victory from their, the, the Democratic Party standard bearer, Mr. Biden. So uh, it's, it, it's going to be amusing if we have four years of Sleepy Joe, because I don't think they're going to be able to accomplish much. And when you look back at Obama, and of course, you know, a lot of folks don't like Obama on the right. Obviously, I was not a fan. You think about you know, single-payer health care, not achieved under Obama. Federal gun control, not achieved under Obama. Cap and trade, not achieved under Obama. So uh, it's not as simple as just you know getting your guy in office and then you get all the policy outcomes you you, you want. Uh, there's going to be massive, massive, widespread coast to coast resistance to the of the Biden Harris administration, and I think some of that will be heard right here in the Kiva, <laughs> and Boy. some of us will be proud to participate. Boycott uh, Biden. Uh, got uh, Kevin says, uh, "Here's a math question." Someone goes to this. You know, Sandia Bien Mir gas station with about two gallons remaining in a 5.8 gallon tank. Fills up 5.6 gallons, but tank is not full. Two gallons remaining, 5.8 gallon tank, okay? Obviously not driving a car, probably driving a motorcycle. Fills up 5.6 gallons, but tank is not full. This is Bien Mir, Sandia Bien Mir. Leaves and goes on another gas station eight miles away and is able to add another 1.5 gallons. So that person literally stopped and thought, huh, what's going on there? Um, hate to say it, wooden nickels at uh, Bien Mir gas station. Uh, no leaks. What's the issue? Mostly a rhetorical question. I know who's cheating at the pump. Uh, there you go, folks. And uh, just so you know, I have the name of the person. So any of you think that that is slanderous, uh, that I'm trying to attempt to slander, you have this official document of this uh, radio broadcast right there and the person who texted in. And uh, guaranteed, uh, that is not somebody that you want to go ahead and, and call to tell uh, that they're lying. <laughs> KKB Radio, their afternoon shows are terrible, are horrible, insulting to me as a conservative, so I quit listening. I like Bob Clark and Rush, of course, but that is it. Thank you for that, and uh, we'll talk about the radio business. Listeners that use 550 to get to Rio Rancho should avoid it. They have both directions down to one lane. Is what, What's going on, Rio Rancho, Valencia? Uh, kind of crazy. You've been stuck in the mess, heading westbound for about 20 minutes. Thanks for getting that in. My wife and I got back from Cancun today after spending a week in oh so wonderful. So great getting away from the heavy hand of little Michelle and was so incredibly <laughs> hard to come back this crap. And by the way, we will surely self-quarantine for 14 days. Wink, wink. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, good uh, grief, Eddie. I fat-fingered the dial over to the other station. And Villanucci is losing himself, hanging up on callers already. Total dumpster fire. Keep up the good work. Well, that's because he doesn't have a fifth of uh, liquor underneath his desk anymore. hey well, That's what I was told. I mean, literally, you are correct, sir. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, Eddie, don't forget the Navajo Nation had a thousand Chinese immigrants come in and run the pot farm during the COVID spikes. Yes, we've talked about we that. Have, yeah, we yeah. have. Yeah, we, uh, we uh, incessantly. Uh, Eddie... My 82-year-old grandfather has had COVID for a few days now with pre-lung problems. Is doing great only with being a bit sleepy and a 99 fever. This COVID stuff is such a joke. <sighs> I know. And hello. Alex Jones seems the smartest person in the room more and more. <laughs> I haven't listened, but I'm going to listen Sunday, 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 Sunday. I wish I had enough time. Folks, if you guys are listening to something and you hear something and you text it in to me, I want you to know that I do read it. So we will get the information out, whatever it is. All I can say is to the demon Democrats who want us to make us pay, bring it! They will see how well-armed we are. The boogaloo is looking like it just might happen. I don't know what that, that was uh, there, but uh, anyway, I dumped that because I'm not exactly... I didn't, I didn't take too kindly to that word. 
just try to keep it clean. Name calling is something I don't like, just so you know. Um, hi, Eddie. That woman sounds like a commander issuing an order to her troops. Yes, that was uh, call to arms. We're locked in. Whoa, ready to rock. Okay, got it. I, there was another word in between those. I'm sure you guys can figure out what uh, what rhyme there. <clears throat> Uh, Cynthia Johnson was relieved of committee duties due to her statement. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, I didn't hear that. Okay, good. Thank you. Thanks for the update. Her own party Uh, did that to her. Wow. Uh, Well, anytime you advocate violence, uh, yell fire in a theater, do anything like that, you know, I mean, I'm just telling you what's going to happen. That's not telling you to do it. So when I say that there's going to be a civil war uh, that appears almost imminent this time, I'm not subjecting you to tell you to go out and take up arms. In fact, we have told you not to interact with these people, to avoid it at all costs. And you know, you know how to handle yourself in a situation, especially for my concealed uh, carry guys. Uh, hi, Eddie. I was listening to 96.3 on the way to work, and they are now saying if you have had the virus, that you're still not safe. The antibodies don't last long enough. <laughs> Should have seen that. There we go. Yeah, we know that. Like, Never oh, happened. my gosh. it's You're a carrier, regardless That's of right. if you had it. Your disease. <laughs> you're literally destroying the virus in your body because you've already had it, and yet you're still carrying it. This is the insanity that is being peddled. Uh, let's see. Oh, just to confirm, Eddie, uh, it was the Republican leaders Whoa. of the Michigan House of Representatives, not Democrats, who removed Representative Cynthia Johnson from her committee assignments in response to her uh, violent com- comments. Uh, what, what was that again? I didn't. Uh, the Republican leaders of the Michigan House of Representatives, not her own party, uh, have removed uh, Cynthia Johnson, Democrat of Detroit, from her committee assignments. In oh, the well, it doesn't, it doesn't matter who. I'm just Somehow I knew it wasn't her own party. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess SpaceX Starship, high altitude flight test, and an explosion. Uh, the, uh, yet another reason why Virgin Galactic will not go. They'll find. What? Watch me. Uh, t- am I wrong? That's exactly what's going to happen. They're not going to run it based upon that. We've got to go ahead and get an assessment on that. That's right. Folks, Virgin Galactic Any is going bankrupt, work. and I guarantee you Virgin Galactic will never get go anywhere. Uh, SpaceX Starship just exploded. Thank you, Elon. Looking forward to your launch from New Mexico. Uh, as I understand it, every single maneuver that they tried in that test launch went perfectly, and the explosion was at the end where they didn't stick the landing and in, and in fact, SpaceX is very happy with those results. So I got I got to dig into it tonight a little bit. They're very happy with those results. Uh, they, the it was a test launch in which they performed a number of complex maneuvers, and they all went well until the very end when it was landing, and that was where the problem occurred. So they did everything right to the end. Elon said this only has a one in three chance of succeeding. So uh, wow, he knew how okay. risky it was. All yeah, right. it was a flight. Nobody was no, no one was killed. So I understand it. Nobody was on that spacecraft. There it was a we test, go. Test of their big starship. Literally, their well, starship. you know, when the smartest. And by the way, Elon Musk. I yes. guess I guess guess what he's done. Uh, Texas. He has left California and gone to Texas. All right, back after the top of the hour, of Fox News. No need to abort the countdown star. Watching in a trance, the crew is You're listening to Fox News, ABQ.FM, K229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM1600, KIVA, Albuquerque. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. The House passes a measure that would keep the government open for a short time. Facing a Friday night deadline to approve a government funding bill and avoid a partial government shutdown, the House has approved a one-week spending plan extending current government funding through December 18th. 
The Senate is expected to approve the continuing resolution this week. Lawmakers have still not settled on an agreement for a full government funding bill or additional coronavirus relief. Congressional leaders intend to combine those two measures into a single piece of legislation. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. President-elect Joe Biden's son, Hunter, the subject of a federal investigation. Hunter Biden said this afternoon it was over what he called his tax affairs. But a source tells Fox News the Justice Department is looking into some of his Chinese business dealings and that the investigation began in 2018, a year before the now president-elect announced his candidacy. Hunter Biden issued a statement reading, in part, he takes the matter very seriously, but is confident that a professional review of these matters will demonstrate he handled the affairs legally and appropriately. A former presidential candidate reportedly targeted by a foreign government in an effort to infiltrate U.S. politics. Axios was first to report California Congressman Eric Swalwell was part of a group of Northern California Democrats targeted by a Chinese national named Fang Fang or Christine Fang. She's suspected of being an operative for China's Ministry of State Security. Fox's Mike Emanuel on Capitol Hill. Swalwell, a member of the House Intelligence Committee, says he is cooperating with the federal investigation. SpaceX launched its Starship from a remote corner of Texas this evening, but the test flight ended in a fireball, a touchdown. CEO Elon Musk is hopeful the Starship could eventually carry people to Mars in as little as six years. America is listening. Fox News. Dell Technologies' end-of-year sale is the perfect time to upgrade tech for your business. Save big on the latest computers powered by Intel Core processors for your small business. And don't forget to shop servers, storage, and thousands of top-brand electronics, all with free shipping. Call a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech for your business needs at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Hello, Mr. Crane. I'm calling about today's appointment. The tree is scheduled to fall on your RV at 2.14 today. We, any way we can reschedule, we're really enjoying our trip. Oh, I'm sorry, but that's our only opening. Can it just be a little tree? Mm, let me check. No, sorry, our file says it's a huge one. RV owners can't schedule when things go wrong on the road. That's why there's Progressive, a leader in RV insurance. Is it 2.14 p.m. or a.m.? You know, I'm not sure. Can I put you on a brief hold? Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Approval for one of the COVID-19 vaccines that's been fast-tracked. The COVID-19 vaccine made by Pfizer and BioNTech is authorized by Canada's health regulator Wednesday, days ahead of possible approval in the United States. The vaccine, which has an efficacy rate of 95% after two doses, according to drug makers, has already been approved by the United Kingdom and Bahrain. Canada set to receive up to 249,000 doses this month, at least 20 million of these through 2021 and people there could start getting the shots within days. The country, which has secured enough potential vaccine to protect its people four times over, has contracts with six other vaccine makers. Lillian Wu, Fox News. California reverses course, allowing playgrounds to open during the pandemic. The state updated its guidelines after an outcry from some parents and legislators. The new health guidelines say the playgrounds may remain open to maintain physically distanced personal health and wellness through outdoor exercise. About a dozen legislators wrote a letter to Governor Gavin Newsom last week, asking him to reconsider his move, saying playgrounds are some of the only places kids and families can get outdoors. State Assemblywoman Lorena Gun 
Gonzalez tweeted a thank you to the governor when the decision was announced. San Francisco Mayor London Breed says playgrounds in her city will be open by Thursday. Rob Dawson, Fox News. General Motors sets a self-driving car company, Cruise, set to launch driverless cars as it works its way toward launching a robotic taxi service to compete against Uber and Lyft. The cars will be monitored by humans in remote locations instead of inside the vehicle. The company's CEO says initially they will have up to five driverless cars dispatched in part of the city. Waymo, the driverless car company owned by Google, has been testing its cars in Arizona. It also has a permit for robotic cars in California, but the company hasn't said when they will begin testing there. I'm Lisa LaSara. This is Fox News. It's Davis Kitchen's 25th. All right, uh, let us put things together as we head into the third hour. And we're going to start with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. So glad to have you with us. Rain and snow mix tomorrow. That's just going to put some uh, clouds overhead starting tonight. But the real stuff will start late tomorrow night. Right now, 49 degrees at the Russ Medical Center, 49 at the VA Hospital, and 48 at the Rock of Talk. Thank you for the call. You know, for some reason tonight, it's just much heavier than normal, that US 550. It's really going to be the northwest side between the I-25 all the way to the Star Center. It is under 10 miles an hour. I wish I had an alternative route for you. There just really isn't. It's that construction that's really the problem there. All right, we have the I-25 southbound past Broadway closed. That accident completely clear. Traffic starting to recover on the southbound 25 and even on southbound Highway 40 into Bosque Farms. And uh, looking at Paseo del Norte, something went wrong there, but it quickly cleared, though you'll find some heavy traffic on your way to Coors Road westbound on Paseo del Norte. All right, well, this traffic report is brought to you by Live Spring at Salon Helena. They are on Manal, just west of Wyoming. This week, the entire week, customer appreciation sale go in anytime, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And you get retail discounts, 10% off one item, 20 off two. Half-price haircuts, signature facials, and 20% is added to all gift cards that you load with $100 or more. Now, that is a great deal. They are great people. And they're home of Canyon Water at Live Springs at Salon Helena. That is on Manol, just west of Wyoming. All right, with that, we're up to date. Let's dive in to the Rock of Talk. Here in the 505 with more 
411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA and 93.7 FM. Radio personality of the four, four years running uh, coming out of the Albuquerque Journal. Thank you for that. And that's voted by you, the readers here. And I guess we get to talk a little bit about radio and talk shop, as they say, because this is exciting. Uh, we like this. I grew up on radio. I love radio. I've always loved radio. In fact, uh, my radio is my go-to. Uh, you guys are out buying big screen TVs and all that kind of stuff. I'm nerding out on literally sea crane radio. <laughs> and they got the new one, the CE2, uh, the know, CE3. I, I don't think you guys behind the mic understand how much people in agriculture, people in construction, radio is your partner. When you're out there working, you're pruning apple trees, you're doing roofing. I mean, radio is such a big part of those people's lives. Um, I've, I've been in the orchard probably years and years worth of my time and radio was my companion, you know, learning from the greats like Rush Limbaugh over the years. And, uh, you, uh, you, you, you have, why do people like Eddie so much? They have that personal relationship with him. They, he's with them every day, you know, whether you're a housewife making supper or you're out, Whoa, you know, no doing housewife. something, you know, we can't have that in America anymore. Are you doing, you know, you work no more, in, no more Howard Stern, uh, uh, moment. But the blue, you know, the blue, uh, you know, blue collar guys or, or brown collar guys. And, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's lonely out there when you're, when you're doing construction or you're pruning apple trees. Radio is a, is a, is a wonderful thing to have along. And I, Eddie, they talk about you know the death of radio. I don't know. I think in some ways, radio's strengthening again. I think it was hurt by podcasting, but I think it's coming back. Uh, I don't think. I think podcasting actually emboldened radio because podcasting is not live, and there's uh, that. Yep. You know, when you know that people aren't live, yep. it is such a downer because you guys can pick up the phone and interact and hate me or love me or, you know, like whatever they want to say. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing? My name is Hank. Hank! Like uh, Hank yeah, Williams, like last night. Go ahead. Well, you know what? There's a song uh, dedicated to my father, and uh, he's Hank Sr. I'm Hank Jr. Oh, wow. All my, all my rowdy friends. Is that what? What's the song that they dedicated to you? Which one? Hank, why do you drink? Oh, wow, there we go. Why do you roll <laughs> smoke? It. There we go. There why we go. do you love out the things that you wrote? <laughs> the Family Tradition exactly. my favorite Hank Jr. song. Yeah, great song. Hey, it's the best. It's the best song ever. I have a couple of issues I want to talk to you about. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, I want to let you know that I'm from Albuquerque. I'm a fourth-generation uh, individual, Hispanic Grew up in the Barrelas neighborhood. Sí, Barrelas. So, no, do you go? Do you go to the Barrelas coffee shop? Even though uh, it's uh, now closed. No, no. You know what? When the coffee shop was the coffee shop, it wasn't really a coffee shop. It was a bakery at that time. Yeah. When I went, I went to Riverview, Ele- Riverview oh, Elementary yeah. School. Okay. So, and then uh, I know your body, bro. Go ahead. Hey, you know what? I grew up there, yeah. so I had to uh, fight a lot of fights. Yep. Second of all, I want to ask you. Hey, yo, a couple. Uh, last week, I think I was listening to you, and you had uh, you're talking about search engines, and uh, I deleted my Facebook, and uh, I'm not much on uh, social media, and you're talking about search engines other than the, the Google. So there's really and not very to- many. You remember back when we first there used to be like old. I remember when I first started. I would go to the cert. Do you know what the cert is? It's the computer pod that, over at UNM. Oh, I I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. So the cert is where I used to go, and my friend Kevin ran it before he started his own computer company called Antipa, which is the Bolivian word for victory. Uh-huh. But uh, they used to uh-huh. have like Alta Vista, and yeah. I mean, they had so many. Yahoo they, was a search engine. Yeah. Now we don't think of it that way, right? But I mean, the DuckDuckGo is. DuckDuckGo is what I use because it's one of the selections that you get with 
with Brave, but really you can just go to a number of different ones. Um, like if I look it up, there's a bunch that come up. Quant, I am familiar with that one. Um, Swiss Cows is another one that you can go uh, and look at. And those are the only ones I've, I've used, but here's a whole host of them right here. I mean, you can go and look and just try them. Uh, this one's called okay. Ocosia, Oscobo, Yippee. Uh, I've only done Swiss Cows uh, and Quant. Um, then there's Metagur, right. you know, Disconnect. You just try them and see what it is. I pay for right. a VPN, which is a virtual private network. Here's the problem mm-hmm. uh, that you have with VPNs. Uh, YouTube won't let you access their stuff. There's lots of different uh, people uh, who are lots of different websites that are out there that don't allow you to to get on their site wow. if you're using it. Like the Brave browser, I can't access mm-hmm. access like 40% of the stuff that I used to, and I figure it's good for me, so I just figure out a workaround. Uh, but not to get to the same site, I go find it somewhere else. Is basically what well, I. Well, if use. I text you, mind, if I text you, do you mind sending me some information? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I, okay. I will literally, and you know, you you don't need a browser to listen to this radio, or you don't need an app. That's part of the security right. that I we provide here as well. So let's just say you're you know out of our our coverage, which we cover a lot of ground. We cover a lot of uh, you know Albuquerque, sixty miles out in circumference on the AM station, and as right. I talk, you're hearing me like literally. So when I say yes, you literally heard me at the very same time. I said yes. You can hear that now that, that that we're having that. So the the information that I'm going to send you, there is a link to Kiva.am. You don't even need right. our app. There's a I lot of pe- yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of people who are low tech, and they don't want all the stuff. They don't want anything. They just want to listen to the station and they want to be able to click on it and they want 100 percent reception. And and literally, if you just go to Kiva.am, you're good to go. And if you want our app, you get 65 other radio stations, and that's Kiva.fm. So. Uh, or Perfect. excuse me, a, uh, abq.fm. Perfect. And then the next uh, issue I want to talk about, hey, you know what? We're talking about our governor and what a uh, mean person she is. You know what? Back in 2013, I, I, like I mentioned, I'm a retired U- U.S. Army soldier. Thank you and, for your service. Uh, I remember, and I remember her uh, voting for the Budget Control Act of 2013, where they uh, passed. They passed the bill, and it was signed into law by... Obama, I'm going to be respectful. And uh, what that Budget, budget Control Act uh, enacted was they were going to deduct 0.06% of my pay raise to the tune of $6 billion of all the service members that were retired. And uh, I'm, I'm still angry at that. And, and, she, and, and she 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 voted for that, or she brought that up. Uh, what was she doing she in 2014? Was she, she in, that was her first term in comp? That was her first term in 2013. Congress. Yeah, so she went yes. in 2012. She voted for that in 2013. Then. That would be her yes. first term. Yeah. Yes, and what happened is in, in January of 2014, they voted to uh, repeal that because of the veteran service organizations that spoke up loudly on behalf of our. Uh, Commitment to our country. Okay, and then and then finally to make the the uh, a long story monotonous is I want to say to all the Republicans stay firm and uh, you know we know that this election was uh, pulled from pulled from underneath us and it's it's a shame and I hate it. I remember back in twenty uh, twenty sixteen when they bit Harold. All of a sudden they found two thousand votes in a trunk of a car and uh, she lost. That congressional uh, district, 
and uh, for Republicans and us in New Mexico to stay firm. And uh, we will, uh, we will, we will succeed one way or the other. Oh, I and, love uh, your optimism. I love your history, yeah. and uh, thanks yeah. for calling in, Michael. You said your name was. And 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 and, and one final point. Hey, yeah, yes. Sir. Sorry for sorry for the loss to Steve Pierce. Uh, keep your keep your spine up and uh, and <laughs> don't don't let up. I, 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 yeah. I support I, you. 100%. You don't have to worry about me uh, having a spine, and I am not sorry for any things came out the way that uh, they had planned it. And uh, we'll leave it at that. And uh, I'm doing what I Perfect. do every single day. And uh, let me tell you, there's a lot of good things that are already coming out of this whole entire thing, including Steve Pierce not, being, not being our next Perfect. governor, which is the best part. So I appreciate you, you well, calling in. Uh, okay, so very quickly, and we thank everybody who calls in, especially where they have service. Kevin's a guy that I wanted to talk with you guys about. And that leads into um, actually a little politics, a little radio, um, and a conversation about why you might listen to this radio station that I think is really important. And he was very upset. Kevin was upset. He had a lot to get off, and you could tell that he had you know, thought about, well, I'm going to pick up the phone and call Eddie and, and blow him up because I'm unhappy about what I'm hearing. I'm unhappy about what I'm hearing from you know, Bill O'Reilly and, and Sean Hannity and other people who are, who are suggesting that they're, we're going to lay down. Now, I didn't hear those segments. I'm not saying they said it, and there's no reason to think that Kevin's going to pick up the phone and, and tell me, something that didn't happen. He heard it, and that's what matters to me. And let's just say they did say it, and so I'm going to admit that they did say it. Well, I have a problem with that as well. And I want everybody to sort of get into the process of understanding my process, which is very different than what Dowd does. Dowd likes to read. You can't bother him. I can't call him. Most of the time, I can't get a hold of him. He's very focused. If he's in it's the middle, not that bad. It, yeah, it's, it's trust me, it's that bad. It's, for you, it's bad. You, you for Chakra, like you, it's bad. You are the last person that I will call if I need anything because you're you're busy, and that's not insulting. It's just Dowd has a a method, and you know, in order to get the work product out of him, we got to kind of go with his process. And I don't disturb anybody's process, just like I don't want don't? anybody to disturb my process. The least my, micromanaging a, a person I've ever met. <laughs> so know. one of the things that I do is I'm really super accessible on my, my phone, okay? So people pick up the phone and they call me, or people pick up the phone and they text me. Uh, and now they, I just, and, and instead of me shutting down and say, no, I'm not going to respond to you, which I could easily do, right? And I'm inundated with messaging. Like right now I could read messages for the next hour, okay? I thrive on that. And I'm going to tell you why is I call so much information from what you guys send in, the reason why things continue to get better and better and better and better for me is because of you. And what I do is I use your insight, your opinion, and I get to know you first. So I'm, I'm literally going to tell you, like, like by design, how, how it all kind of comes together. It's really, really not. Notice I could talk ad nauseum without any notes. I don't know how many times you could... You've seen that, right, Dow? Very few people can do that. Yeah, Very like you, like whatever. I know Joe on. Biden can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to people. Every single person who calls me, like I remember their voice, I remember their name. It's just like it's just like it's like a book to me. Okay, and when Kevin calls in and he's upset, I'm squeezing him for information because he has a perspective. I know who he is, where he comes from, and then he's got an opinion. And I told, told Kevin, I said, well, you know, these are people, politicians, these are people, talk radio hosts, 
These are people, uh, pundits, etc., etc. They're not accessible. That accessibility to me and to what we do every single day is the most valuable thing that we have together. A, we have a connection. B, we're making that connection work for both of us because we're both learning. Okay, because I'm I'm ingesting television, I'm ingesting radio, somebody's telling me something about a newspaper, I pick up the paper in the morning, I, I, I look at it, okay? And then I don't figure out what I'm going to say. I don't come here with an agenda and here I'm going to reel off all these things. I'm also taking, I'm also dealing with two kids who are, not. I shouldn't say that, I don't want to say that, that sounds sort of negative. I also have two kids around me. Two beautiful boys. And they are amazing uh, because I get to interact with them and I get perspective all the time. So that accessibility is also well being accessible to them. So I don't have a day that's planned out. My day is never planned. My day is very reactive. And you guys are texting me, calling me, emailing me, uh, now uh, sending me on our other text message uh, line, text all day long. Your insight is what is going to change New Mexico. Your insights are coming through my voice and giving all of the rest of you guys a voice out there. Most of these people, when they say something insensitive or they don't get it, they're really focused on their thing, and it's their bottom line and what they're doing. I love New Mexico. I want to change New Mexico. Uh, it's part of, I guess, how God gave me this radio station, uh, how this opportunity came to me. And, you know, there are no coincidences. This was supposed to, to happen uh, for whatever reason. It, it ended up uh, here in my lap at this time uh, for whatever reason that, that, that this is in front of me. I I don't, as Judy in Albuquerque likes to point out, uh, Eddie, there are no coincidences. This is all God's doing. Okay. I can explain it that way. So I think I took my evolution guys over here and my creationist guys, and I brought them together. Okay. So this is something that has been truly a gift. I did not get into this business to take down 770 KKOB. I did not get into this business to be the number one anything. Truly, I, I wanted, <laughs> trust me, when I got this business, it was just, okay, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> why, am I, why am I standing in front of this? And I'm like, you know, you're just sitting around just wondering, like, well, that's kind of cool, you know? And you start nerding out, and you're like, well, okay, maybe I'm just supposed to help the person in front of me. Or maybe I'm just supposed to help the next person. Or maybe I'm supposed to start this. And, and, it, and it became this thing where you became more of a, I don't want to say community organizer because I hate that phrase. It reminds me of Obama. But it became something that was, filled a huge void in the community. And so I've been able to do that. And, and I'm giving away sort of the secret sauce, so to speak, but I think that you can't change it. So I could verbalize it and put it out there. And just like I say, <laughs> who I talk to, I don't really care what I say. And, and and they know it. I don't I don't care if they know what's coming because you can't stop what's coming because some things are just going to happen a, a, anyway. I'm not saying destiny, but th these are just things that are going to happen. I'm not afraid of anything. So so I got this radio station, started putting it together, and I said, well, I'm just going to do the best I can every single day, like whatever that means, right? And everybody says the same thing about me. It's like, well, this guy's very driven. He's very passionate. He cares a lot about what he does. He's really invested in, in this. Oh, wait, you know, if we, we reach out to him, we give him our opinion, he'll, he'll help make modifications. Yeah, pretty much. What you see is what you get. Uh, first thing Dowd wrote uh, when he came in and met me the first time is he wrote down my name. Not because of me, but because of the things that were happening around me in this radio station, which were really kind of magic. Now, we're coming on, on upon 10 years. 
10 years here in this radio station. If you go back and you look at the history of this radio station, I mean, it's never been anywhere for like more than like five to seven years tops. And you go back to the very origins of this radio station back in 1956. I mean, this is really one of the first radio stations around. This was on uh, 1580. You start to look at the whole entire history of this thing. Like what has happened here is nothing short of a miracle, truly. And whatever is happening every single day, it's happening here for a reason. And I'm proud of it. Now, I have a lot of fun. I grew up listening to many people throughout my days, mostly music radio, John and the Bean, uh, 93, a lot of 99.5 in the morning, Uh, actually at night, late at night, love Magic 9. That's why I know so much much music, because that's what I had. I had a stereo, I would just listen for, and, and... I, we didn't have very much money, so we didn't, we didn't buy cassette tapes very often at all. There wasn't CDs. You couldn't record them, nothing like that. Uh, my nana had something uh, which would, some people would call a, a, a boombox. She listened to Mike Santulo, uh, and then she listened to uh, big band classics. There used to be an AM oh, radio station that was stuff. big band stuff. So I knew all the classic music, 30s, 40s, 50s, and I got really, you know, uh, you know, Glenn in the mood, all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's just kind of what I grew. Fats Domino, you know, that that's the stuff that she listened to. And my nana's from a small town in the in the state called Pastuda, so you know that that stuff stays with you. And we used to play forty fives in her giant uh, box of a stereo that had terrible, terrible sound, <laughs> right? And by the, today's standards, but sure. back then. You know, she'd flip those forty fives on, and you know, she'd play Eddie, my love. And say, oh, they're talking about you. And, you know, and, start, start and then we also had the seventy eights, which were you know slightly sure. larger, and sure. those were those were annoying because you had to pin them on. And so, so the forty fives and the seventy eights, and and my dad, uh, he was also a uh, what do you call stereo, stereophile um, as well, and you know, he bought a stereo that had the giant giant tuner. In fact, he still has it. It's a Sanyo. If you pick it up, it's like 80, 100 pounds because it's got a giant AM brick in it in addition to all the rest of the stuff, and it's beautiful. And I think the radios at that time, now my C-Crane radio here that does just about anything I want, like communicate with the moon almost, I mean, it's it's kind of amazing, was 249. That radio that my dad had and still has to this day was like $3,000. They were as expensive as cars. Yep, yep. That's how important radio is. Radio is meaningful to everybody who is in radio. Obviously, we respect uh, one another in, in terms of that. But it's also super competitive because we're all waiting for, for each other's downfall, so to speak. It's sort of like that. It's like, man, you guys, oh, is, is that guy still around? Is that guy still around? Is that guy still around? So imagine my surprise. I get into this. I'm not looking to make any enemies, not looking to make any friends. I'm just trying to say, well, how do we keep the lights on this thing, and how do I get advertisers going on this to actually generate something that people want to listen to? Well, you go for the best. I've made good friends. I have really, really, the probably the best relationships of any small station radio owner in the country. It's impossible to come be between. It's impossible to come between any of my relationships. Certainly, uh, certainly from another number of standpoints. Now, with that being said, I embarked upon this journey of Kiva Radio, okay, and I appreciate you indulging me in this, this story, but it does have a point, and the point is competition. Now, I didn't go out seeking competition. Didn't, in fact, I've only been on the radio five years. <laughs> five years! I've literally only been on doing it. The rest of the time I was programming, trying to figure out, like, how to hold two wires together and, you know, how to prevent it from going off air, which, you know, inevitably still happens, but not anymore. I'll tell you that much. 
given what we're happening, uh, what we've done with our AM1600. Now, the big stick, which I never really listened to, I have to tell you, uh, the only time I ever listened to Jim Villanucci uh, was when I was living in Las Vegas, Nevada, so I could keep up with what was going on. Ironically, Jim did some talk radio there. He did some talk radio in Portland. You've seen what's happened with Portland. You've seen what's happened in, in Las Vegas. Um, and, and, and I've been working hard at the conservative message because I had a big political background. And I hate the Democrat Party. I started out as a Democrat. Okay, I worked with Tom Udall. I worked with Raymond Sanchez. I, I got to say, I have a little bit of respect for 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 Tom Udall. A hell of a lot of respect for uh, Raymond Sanchez. Uh, I really do. Okay, uh, and that's uh, an important point to make because I canvassed with him, but I disagree with every single little bit of his politics because you know these Democrats. I mean, it's dog eat dog uh, with each other. Very very competitive, entrenched, and look, you you've got to agree to a certain number of terms. And you know, I saw the writing on the wall back in two thousand and four, and I'm like, I'm out of here. I don't even want to do politics. I hated it so much. Wow. Well, this is all come full circle because here I am, 2010, 2011, and all I could talk about was, you know, I, I, all I knew is that 2008, I definitely wasn't going to vote for anybody by the name of Barack Obama. I knew that I flipped back in 2001. I was advocating for a Republican in the Democratic Party uh, in, in General Wesley Clark. I became intimately familiar with, with uh, Bill Clinton and that machine that was running the Democrat Party. Like, that was corrupt, and I didn't want to be a part of that. The only thing I could think of what to do with the radio was that what I listened to every single day. I listened to two things, sports radio and talk radio. Like it was going out of style. And I know what sounds good, I know what works, and I know what I like, and I think that other people might like it as well. Great example of that is a young man by the name of Clay Travis, who is incredibly intelligent. I believe he just turned 40. He's an attorney, and he talks about sports, and he is so countercultural and not in the way that uh, you Hi, would, I'm Kevin with Futons. Not the way that you would... There we go. Kevin's jumping in uh, over here. I apologize for that. 6.30 uh, here in the Kiva. Rudy, do we need to check on anything on traffic real quick, uh, by the way? No. Uh, just one thing. I want to let you know that the, sure. tri the drive that's been uh, tough on South 25 uh, from basically uh, San Antonio all the way to Montano, uh, that's coming back together pretty quickly. It was not an accident. It was just very, very slow traffic. But that is starting to heal up pretty good. All right, Rudy. And with that, we're up to date. So I, I'm I'm intrigued with this story. Okay. All right. I appreciate it, uh, Rudy, and uh, I appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for all the traffic and weather. Rudy's been at this since the early early seventies. Actually, he's been at the he's been at radio, I believe, longer than I've been alive. I'm not trying to date you, Rudy, but uh, uh, and I mean that by by time, not. <laughs> Exactly. Right, right. 1973. 1973 is when he started. I was uh, one-year-old, one Rudy. <laughs> yeah, uh, my dad graduated high school in 73. Wow. wow. The Highland Hornets! So, okay. So I get, the, get, get, get this radio station, and I'm like, what? My dad's like, what? Radio? What is, what is that about? And... My best friend, I should say at the time, but still my best friend. I mean, he was still, I would, he, I, you know, I'm one of those guys that I've, I haven't seen you in years and we were great friends. We're always going to be that. I mean, my, my best friend is Miles, okay? Copeland, uh, who is a radio, was a radio guy with Tony Lynn. Do you remember Tony Lynn and Miles? Does that ring a bell at all? You might know him. He's a country guy, right? Miles one of the nicest guys in the world. He really and he's good all the way through and uh funny guy. Oh my god. I mean, I miss, you know, hanging out and doing all this, but you know, lives you grow up and you get moving. I literally thought that they put this radio station in front of me so that I could go ahead and and get Miles on the radio because I figure that, you know, if, as much as I have 
fun with him as much as he has fun with me, fun with me. I think maybe we could just keep him on the air because at that time I think iHeart was going, you know, uh, just cutting people out. You know, right. and these guys had bounced from one place to another. It was just like, can you imagine not being, I mean, I know what it's like not to be in control of your own destiny with your own radio station. Can you imagine not being able to be control your own destiny in your own radio career? Oof. Like, that is tough. And that's why I feel for guys that they keep sort of powering and uh, through with, like, Jim Villanucci or TJ Trout or any of these other guys. And I see here now, and I'm like, Eddie, do you realize, do you realize, like, like you have made this these companies, these radio stations do all these things, and the reason why you're hated is because of, you know, your strong voice, your opinions, and all this, like, like literally, they, they just hate my guts. They go out of their way. They spend half a million dollars on items just so that they can compete with what we've done. And then I pull up the, the, the radio ratings today, and I look at We don't subscribe to them, so I'm not allowed to talk specifically about them. I'm like, oh, my God, they must be, their hair must be on fire. After dropping two points on that whole entire thing during the most important election in the history of this country, and uh, to believe that a number of people were listening to us during that time instead of them, us, them, whatever it was. Like, they weren't listening to anybody else. I can, I can assure you that. And I just, my mouth just dropped. I'm like, then I got on the phone with Rudy, and Rudy's like, uh, Jim Villanucci's over on uh, 770 KKOB. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> so my first reaction is like, of course he is. Like, who's next? Who would you like to bring up next? What's the next voice? Now, I'm not giving myself an attaboy or a pat on the back, but this is about the people. This is the voice of the people out there that need to be heard every single day. I just talked to you about my process. I just told you how many people contribute to the show, the number of people who text, the number of people who call, the number of people who email, the number of people who tell me, Eddie, you should do this, and the other people uh, that tell me, Eddie, don't do that. All of them. Every single last person out there creates this show because of their input. Not me sitting in a room reading things and, you know, pontificating about this, that, or the other, and I'm smarter and better than you. But because you guys are literally shining through me to try and change this community. That's all this is. It's really, really simple. And when things are working, you don't break it. You don't mess with it. You don't change it. You let it be. Because it's not yours. I think of myself more as a steward. I think of myself more as someone, hey, I've got a time to make the donuts. Now I made the donuts. Like, I, I really do. Like, this is my lot. This is my calling, vocation. I don't care. Took me a long time to find it, but here I am. And I take all of my history that came with me to get to this place, and I impart it uh, to, to the rest of you. And you seem to enjoy it. And you seem to patronize and build those small businesses and I give you that voice, and the reason why part of, I'm so confident is I think because of so many people who are behind me, I can't fail. And if Michelle Lujan Grisham would just mention my name one time, please do. Just mention my, just recognize me one time, <laughs> literally. I mean, you'd, you'd see the parting of the waters and the breaking of the dam at that point. But trust me, the last person you want to call out is Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Folks, we've got something really special here, and I appreciate all of you guys contributing to this radio station. I want to invite you, free of charge, to download that app. You can listen and love radio as much as I do every single day in a way that's right in your pocket and on your phone. And it's easy. abq.fm. 
That's all you have to do, rockoftalk.com. It's free. There's no charge. You jump in. You're set to go. Okay? We've put this uh, programming together. A lot of people yesterday were super excited about the show yesterday. Uh, two people, three people were texting in that they felt like this was family. This is this is this isn't fa- this isn't family. This is family. This is your family every single day. I literally have people. If I don't show up to work, if I'm not on the air, where are you at? Yep. Are yep. you okay? What's happening? Sometimes they ask I need, me. <laughs> like I'm getting literally berated, and I, I'm I'm across the street from where my grandparents grew up. And I'm like, hey, I ain't going anywhere. I I pass the hospital that I was born at every single day. Nothing's more local than me. We've been here since 1693. Like, this is all you. You guys put me in this. When you guys release me, I'll be happy to go because you say it's time to go ahead and let me go. But you're not ready to do that, and we work hard, and Dowd is here because of you. Absolutely. I knew Dowd when I first met him. I'm like, well, he's a weird dude. <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to get into it for sure. Yeah, no argument there. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> I, I definitely know that we jive on radio, and you guys seem to like that. Now, Langston just had a kid a few days ago, really close with him. Most of the people, I had one of the, the guys that hated me the most, one of the guys that's on the afternoons on, on Saturday. Like, we totally got into a bar fight, right? Mike, don't come at me like that or whatever. Like, and an event, he picks up the phone and he calls me. He said, I heard what happened to you yesterday. Or two days ago, whenever the Republicans said, nothing happened to me. He's like, well, I'm really upset, and I'm really, I want to do something about it. Well, okay, good. You know what that is? When everybody starts coming together and starts saying the same thing and recognizes who the problems are and what we're doing and how we're going to change it, that's, that, that's a time we're going to start rallying together as solutions. Love me or hate me, it doesn't matter. I don't want the credit and don't care much about it. What I do care is that my kids, that my kids are growing up with a better life than I had. And it's still getting me. The whole thing about growing up in the 80s, going to Lobo games with my dad at the pit. Like, we were lucky. Playing football at UNM, going to the University of New Mexico, loving the University of New Mexico. I literally loved it. I'm not going to lie. I, I, lo- I loved, go- <laughs> loved going to uh, Lapo, for those of you who know what Lapo is. Love hanging out at Vargas. Love hanging out with my uh, football friends uh, there on campus. Love my uh, economics teachers. Love my political science teachers over there. The Latin American history, one of the one of the best Latin American programs in the country, top five. Mm. We had really intelligent people. Grew up literally hanging out at Zimmerman Library. Still one of one of the places that calms me like no other place. I love Zimmerman Library. I love the University of New Mexico. I do. Going to the Dudley Wynn Honor Center, hanging out in the middle of, like working at the gym. I worked at the gym. That's what I did. I was a gym attendant, walking around with a walkie talkie, watching all the great Lobos play pickup games, sometimes getting involved there and uh, <laughs> realizing that, whoa, yeah, my, my time's finished in high school. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad these guys are coming in, making friends with just about all of them, too. Open up the gym at 545, you know, hanging out there until 830. Jim Todd, I think, is still running. Things over. I think I saw him as they just recently revamped uh, the University of New Mexico Johnson Center. Oh. That guy used to pick me up over at the uh, at the gym or at uh, C Lot or what? I think it was C Lot. I can't remember whatever the the lot is over there behind the the hospital or whatever. He used to pick me up at five. He picked me up and he was a, a, a UNM girls soccer coach over at El Dorado. Great guy. He's still there doing it. I think um, I'm trying to think of the the other guys at Pettis. 
Senor Perez was running uh, the Johnson Gym uh, for a while. His his son, I played soccer with, Adrian Perez. I think he runs things for Heritage Hotels. You know, you, you guys are trying to get out of town, do something like that. You know, patronize uh, Jim Long and, and, and their stuff. You know, they, all this stuff is local. Like, there's so much, and, and I think that I might need to start sharing maybe more of myself and more of myself personally so that you guys realize just, hey, you know what? This is kind of a great place. I didn't go away to school. I didn't go to Notre Dame. I didn't go to Harvard. I didn't go to any of these other places. I stayed right here. I've never even been out of the country besides Latin America. I've never been to Europe. I've never been to Asia. I've never been to all these other places. It doesn't mean I'm less educated, less interesting, or, or less anything. I'm, I'm, I'm one of you guys. My mom went to Rio Grande. My dad went to Highland. We're all here. We're not going anywhere. We're not picking up. We're not leaving. And we're going to stay and we're going to fight. We're ashamed that some of these Democrats have decided to go ahead and sell out our state to the agendas of the East Coast city because they wanted to go ahead and say, oh, we're rubbing elbows with these people. We're, we're, we're in. They'll never let you in. They'll never let you in that way. You don't sell out who you are. People are very interested in people from New Mexico. It's amazing. You get on a plane, you get on a bus, you, you walk around and you know, talk to a bunch of people. You're from New Mexico. Oh, yeah, you're from New Mexico. I, I think I've been through there once. Tell me all about it. You don't hear people say, oh, oh you're from Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Oh, you're from Indiana. Oh, 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 okay. Go on. <laughs> yeah, you're from oh, West Virginia. Okay. Yep. You're from New Mexico. Oh, I've always wanted to yep, go yep, there. Yep. Santa Fe, I hear so many good yep. things. Oh, my gosh, I hear you yep. guys have the best food. I oh, I've always time. wanted to go to the balloon fiesta. Oh, my gosh, I've seen the pictures of, of Albuquerque. Isn't it beautiful? I'm like, yeah, it, 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 it is. Oh, my gosh, here we are. I thought it was just an absolutely terrible place uh, some days because I'm, I'm living with the PR lords here who are, are ruling us. I don't know how I got a hold of this radio station, but I'm glad I'm here. And I'm glad you're here every single day. But we're going to work hard on this show. We want you to join the community, www.rockoftalk.chat. Go to abq.fm, kiva.am, listen. Your input is what makes this show. That's it. What we have over here is we're local. We're here. We're invested in the community. We're from here. That matters. And I'm going to say a small, something small, maybe just a little bit. Maybe the fact that I'm, I'm Hispanic, whatever that means. I don't think of myself as anything. But certainly like people like, oh, he's one of Aragon. I say Aragon. I and mean, people get after me. It's like, why, why, do you, why do you say Aragon? I don't know. I'm just... Just what I said, Aragon. I wouldn't know what to say to the guy who's doing the liners at the top of the air. Can you say Aragon? Can you imagine him saying that? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> Albuquerque's macroaggression. Eddie Aragon. <laughs> like, like, you hear the, the, the that guy's not going to have it. You know, not going to be able to do that. He's like, oh, do I roll the R's? Do I, what, what do I do with that? I'm very lucky, super lucky, and I know you guys are lucky too. I think we should all take a step back today and just realize how lucky that we all are. I think that's uh, very, very, very important. And sometimes I think of just as bad as, 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 as things are, well, I will tell you, I think things could be good once again, but it's only going to be good if you guys all decide to fight back with me. Got to make it happen. If you don't, then it won't. It's really don't know until you try. 
Here's uh, one of Albuquerque's best, or one of my favorite uh, uh, bands, uh, The Shins. Uh, I liked them better when they had the, the drummer, uh, Mr. Sandoval, who was uh, doing it. He also went to St. Pius. And, uh, folks, well, I'll print up all of your text uh, from today's show. I can't take any more calls because we're going to uh, go ahead and go out. So I apologize if you waited there uh, on the line. Um, but I needed to get all that out, given the current radio environment of what's happening. We'll see you tomorrow, bright and early, 4 p.m. here in the Kiva. Thank you.